I'll be okay. <laughs> do, I'm, I, I'm fine. do I need to play I'm... My Chemical Romance before uh, while we start? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't hurt. <laughs> start playing that piano intro music ding, to the Black Parade. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a young boy, my father took me into the city. You guys are missing a perfect chance to make this. When I was a young boy, my mother put a hex around the city to create me from nothing. That is to, re- to that get is back to your old dad. <laughs> Welcome to the Giant Godzilla Robot Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Desmond Robinson. I know I've said this before. I legitimately mean it this time. Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't start recording until we started singing. Until I, When I said My Chemical Romance, that was the perfect time I started recording. See, you know, I, if I had known, I could have at least tried to warm up to make it sound better. Fuck you. <laughs> no, the uh, only person I'm going to care. catch singing on this podcast is Mauricio. Ever since he posted uh. that fucking video... All this time we were podcasting, I did not once, and he's been at my fucking house. Not once did he say he can fucking sing. <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, you, we could have had some music episodes. Nah, <laughs> this D&D being fucking intelligent when it comes to talking about video games. This motherfucker can sing. It takes a woman. No offense. No offense. <laughs> I, I, it, Corey, it, wait, what? You know what? Was there a fence in that? It, it was going to be. I'm stopping myself today. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm okay. so confused. <laughs> I, it was going to, but I just, if Mauricio, you're hearing this, and I know you are, I'm watching you. Like I'm Robert De Niro and Meet the Fockers. I'm watching you. I'm watching you, Fockers. Somebody's watching me. Wait, we don't have the we don't have the copyright. <laughs> oh, but if look. you want to hear us play music, you'll listen to the Night Owl Show on KDHR Radio every Thursday. Me and Christian plays the Headbangers University. That is the housekeeping for the day. You get to hear me and Christian again on the Headbangers University through KDHR through the Night Owl Show, or check us it's out on Spotify you. the uh, he- uh, Headbangers University playlist. Everything we've been playing so far, and I think it's pretty damn good. Oh yeah. Definitely go check it out, Bruce. Uh, <laughs> but there is no My Chemical Romance on that playlist yet. Now there is. Not yet. Not yet. I've now. been really resisting, honestly. Like, I think a couple weeks ago, I came really close to playing Black Parade. I was like, no, not yet. I think a lot of people are playing Black Parade because this past Friday, the One Division is over. There's rumors. I now I just need to find, I need to, like, reach out to, like, some, like, fucking music tiktoker or whatever and just be like okay look can we do a black parade but it's like the red parade for WandaVision <laughs> that would be a great parody that really kind of like, really would no. I think we're on to something with that yeah. are parodies on YouTube still still a thing yeah <laughs> I think so yeah. let's do it um, <laughs> there are some who knows rumors... music get on this um, Mauricio asshole <laughs> Um, but there are some rumors, um, that no, to address one, there is no 10th episode this coming next week. 
It's only behind the scenes in the making, technically the making of WandaVision. That is it. So there is no 10th episode. Two. Bitches. It is a rumor. Feige has not confirmed it about a second season, but it won't. It'll just technically be, if you think about it, we'll get to it, but it could be just Scarlet Witch. But we don't know what's going to happen to her after Doctor Strange. So hence why it's a rumor. And yeah. and also another rumor, but it's gaining traction because everybody's been wanting it. It looked like we may get only a Jimmy Woo TV series. <gasps> yes. But I think you should add him into Secret Invasion. Give me more Woo. I think he fits more in Secret Invasion than just a standalone show because he only is dealt with Ant-Man and now... Scarlet Witch. I would right. love to see his reaction <laughs> meeting actual aliens. That would be so yeah. fucking cool. But. Well, because I think. Mm-hmm. Did, so I guess they confirmed. Was he. He was one of the ones Snap, right? I In think. the. He was flipped. I think. Because it. I mean, it made it seem like WandaVision. I guess I should have looked online to confirm, but like. WandaVision when um, director Dickface was just like, you people who were snapped have it so easy or whatever still have hope and whatever. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, I kind of feel that line. (laughs) You work customer service too long and you see like some new person come in and they're like all bubbly and happy and you're like, you have it so easy. You haven't been worn down. Yeah, Christian. You don't. You don't know. Where we, where we used to work at, we when he yeah. come, he's, when he we, when he came in, he was all bright and bubbly. While the rest of us was like, "We about to wear you down, bitch." Oh, I'm still bright and bubbly. Just that now I'm bright and bubbly, but I know that I gotta get dirty. Yeah, he's now warped. <laughs> it's a warped bubbly. It's like it's like now it's like now the bubble has a lot of like really nice rainbow in it because of all the oil and dirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have found a good trick, just me personally, when I'm dealing with like a dumb customer which is very easy like via email because like they may ask a stupid question that i had already answered in email and so then i just dream about it and be like i answered that in my previous fucking message you stupid goddamn idiot but then i type out like a nice reply where I'm like, like oh, as per my last email per my last email i did mention this yada yada whatever whatever <laughs> just let me know if you need more help thanks bye yeah and that sort of helps i'm gonna be i like to call that the corporate fuck you yes learn yeah. from from a card you want to say fuck you mm. but you want to enunciate and professionalize your fuck yous yeah i call it my professional bitch because um, mm. i'm still professional but there's like just a little bit of an edge to it yeah just like Slight edge. I'm just like y'all, y'all motherfuckers. Um, to get me. <laughs> to get back on our rigmarole. Um, and this is your first time listening to us on the GCR. Once again, you can well not once again because it's the first time I'm saying it in the last <laughs> seven minutes. Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, coming soon <laughs> to Apple Podcasts. Um, we always spend like the first sometimes thirty minutes talking about non sequential shit, but today we're gonna be on topic. We're going to talk about WandaVision, but we're also going to do a bonus review. Well, technically, I'm going to do a bonus review. I actually watched Superman and Lois, and spoiler, 
I was present, su- pleasantly surprised. Ooh. Yet annoyed still. <laughs> there's some I mean, that's, that's just constant. That's constant. That is constant. But there's some things that, that I can nitpick. But it, but it's a CW show, so, so there's, there's that. But WandaVision, though. Oh, that I... WandaVision. Just to, just to jump right off. That costume. I'm glad we waited five movies. Five that movies costume. to get that costume. That and, costume. And I can see why Feige says he will rather wait for... It makes sense for her to have the tiara. And now it does. It makes... Like, yeah. holy shit. I was like, it's you know beautiful. what? That was such a great inclusion of it. It, like, yeah, it was, so just, we were very I think I think I think the vibe of last uh review that we the vibe of the last review we did was very much like chaotic. excited, very much chaotic, very much like, oh my god, what's gonna happen in this finale? Now it's more like it's more like I, I don't know if I speak for everyone, but satisfactory but almost lamenting it in a way. I'm more satisfactory and plus I'm on two I'm on I'm high on two blunts so I'm kind of even killed. I mean that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. So I, 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 I listen to my past mistake and not to go into something too chaotic. So you can just call me like the regressed version of um Agatha Harkness. I'm kind of reg- I'm kind of just, you know. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's all good. It's a great um it's just a great jumping off point i think phase four Mm -hmm. because like it you know the previous phases we sort of wrapped up the big overarching story like so now it's sort of like fresh and new and it's like where do we go from here like what where do we go what do we do um and so i know it wasn't meant to be the first jumping off point, but I'm actually really glad that it was because it's, it got you hyped. It got you talking about it. It got you caring about it. It pulled you back in. And I think it was definitely the one we all needed during like this particular time in quarantine where we're coming up on the year uh, anniversary of of quarantine. um, And we're all sort of going crazy and, you know, even going through our own stages of grief. grief because we're mourning, either mourning lost loved ones, we could be mourning just normalcy. Like, you could be going through so many just emotions yeah. right now. Yeah. And so I think this was the this was an appropriate the best way to <laughs> also, jump, it, jump it off. Right quick, um, we're in the middle of pandemic. Still, I don't care what your governor or your state senator says. We're still in a bit of a fucking pandemic. So, which means I'm stuck at home with three brothers, which means they can be very fucking loud. So, if you hear anything on my end, just know that I have nothing to deafen their fucking sounds without killing them. <laughs> it's all good. Now, this is more of the audience. Y'all understand. It's more for the audience. <laughs> I don't want to go mean, to jail. I mean, if you need an alibi. I'm recording. Yeah, uh, <laughs> We're recording. It's, we got you. Yeah, But I wanted to pick you back. On to what you said, Benita, on Phase 4. the original. This is the original slate for Phase 4. And this is how much COVID fucked it up. Because I would have rather preferred this than... Uh, not WandaVision, but I'll say... I'll get to it. 
It started off, it was going to be Black Widow, The Eternals, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Shang-Chi, then WandaVision, then two months later, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, then Loki, Hawkeye, and then Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, so uh-huh. WandaVision so, wasn't supposed to be until like mid yeah. Mid so no, actually now WandaVision is supposed to be out, and we're at the point where WandaVision is out when it's supposed to be out. But Eternals was technically supposed to um, Falcon and the Soldier, and Eternals supposed to kickstart Phase Four. Black WandaVision, I mean Black Widow was just more the what was um, Natasha doing between Civil War and Infinity War. Then we'll get. The true intro to Phase Four, which would be Falcon and Winter Soldier, and um, the Eternals. I would have preferred that because we get to see. I fi- and I actually agree with Benita because it makes sense for these for um, Wanda, Wanda Vision, and Falcon and Winter Soldier to come out now is because everything that has been happening for the last year, and then coming into now, it makes sense why. We've seen the stages of grief with Wanda and what Sam is going to be going through as a black man and a superhero at that within their version of the MCU. I think yeah. it's better that they they made these two shows the start of phase four and we have why we have to wait for the Eternals and Shang-Chi, which I'm also hyped to see because I'm like, these are two movies that they really we, they took the risk for. But hearing Chloe Zhao talk about the Eternals, I think that is more of the risk for the for the MCU than anything else. But I'm hyped mm-hmm. for it because I seen No Man Land. That's on Hulu. No Man Land is Frances McDormand. She kills it as always. So uh, definitely watch it. It's on okay. Hulu. If you got a Hulu, check it out. It's free. Like they got some. I do oh, love her. Hulu got some good shit coming up. Like, holy shit, I get to see Why the Last Man later on this year. Like, holy shit. <gasps> oh, God, I'm so, like, I'm trying to, like, temper my expectations for that because I just, I love those comics so mm-hmm. much because um, they're just so good and heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> Brian K. Vaughn is really so good. So I'm like, it's fine. So, it's um, going to be good, hopefully. But Fingers crossed. Let's praise this episode, this final episode of WandaVision. I gotta this give, one. I gotta sure. give it up for Paul Bettany to do the oh, to, to do the switch from Vision and the Vision. We're not calling him White Vision no more because Paul Bettany said it himself. There's Vision that we all know, and there's the Vision. But still, his. See, I was just referring to him as Cataract from the <laughs> Cataract files. <laughs> The files from director Dick Face. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm like, and you know, he's all white, so cataract, sure, yeah, that's good. But that scowl on that vision's face, Ugh. just like, and I just, I also like want to say how much I love the internet for just giving me the endless videos of playing the song Double Vision. <laughs> during a clip of their fight cuz I'm like thank you internet. Well, you got, you did you did good this time. Nice. You done did good. 
You get a gold star. That's all you get. Yeah. Nah, yeah. gold star is too good for you. A bronze star. Um, but that was actually... So the vision fight was my favorite fight of that show. Um, they did it really well. It was just... Yeah, so they... You know, they were evenly matched. Mm -hmm. They were both equal. So they were using their tricks against each other, trying to one-up each other. But then... The um, meeting of the and minds. And I'm just saying, Zack Snyder could take some notes from this. They talked, they talked it out. They figured <laughs> it out. Yeah. You make a whole fucking movie about Batman versus Superman... And they don't say anything to each other. They don't talk. But vision One little sentence could have figured out that whole problem. But they did this here. And that's why I'm just like, this was so fucking smart. Because it, they, they're they both intelligent, like, supercomputers, basically. Mm -hmm. And they were like, what? you know, we're still fighting. But, like, we could, we could talk this out and come to a understanding and a solution and they fucking did it and it was amazing like oh that was uh that was the vision rolling like a very high persuasion check right <laughs> oh my god it, it, it really oh. was it really was because it, it was because it took them a good technically if you think see, about like, it four minutes for them to actually get to the talking for the between them two well it's like four minutes of 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 actual video but really think about it, it was like seconds yeah. of like actual yeah. fight. Yeah. So that could easily be like two or three rounds. And ladies and gentlemen, that is Christian breaking down a fight scene through the eyes of a dungeon master. Oh, literally every single moment of like every fight scene and social interaction has been like break it broken down as D D stats in my mind. Oh, it just like straight up, even know, like, even down to like when when they were when Wanda and Agatha were fighting, and it's like, oh, okay, so she's using modify memory on her. Now they're going into a pocket dimension. They're probably going to be in there for like maximum one hour. They got shot out. They got <laughs> shot extra feet out because like of the force that like it's a whole thing. The entire like, ugh, God, never mind. I'm not going to get too nerdy on it right now. <laughs> That's the no, whole point wonderful. of this podcast. <laughs> That's the whole. That's point. the whole point of it. Yes, but like every single piece of this felt like a D&D &D adventure gone right to me. <laughs> <laughs> if that's a pot shot on our last uh, campaign, on our last uh, mission, I'm just saying. Think it, 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 was, it was not, not my fault. It it's, was okay. not first my fault. <laughs> okay, first of all, that was not a pot shot, so that means that that was in the back of your mind because I did not bring that up whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> second of all, second of all, Fuck you, it was all of you. I'm not saying it was just you, it was all of you, but don't think you're not culpable like everybody else did. I For know, record, I, know I, some, I know I did some shit. 40 I was not the one who killed somebody. Like, vision we interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to <laughs> show you a Dungeon Master rage rant. Continue. <laughs> for, for just so you guys know, what, what really ended up happening, right, was... There were there was an innocent mayor that they didn't like the fact that was innocent, so they defenestrated him out of his home, terrorized the man, 
tried to kidnap him in front of people in broad daylight, then started fighting with the town guard and accidentally murdered somebody in front of like a lot of people. So there was a lot of things that happened that session. In layman's <laughs> terms, the finish and a lot of consequences. The finish stream. We all chose violence hold that on, day. Hold on. In, in, in layman's terms, defenestrate means tossing someone with a magical item through a window. No, no, no. It's not a magical so... item. Like, defenestration is literally the word that is used to describe throwing someone out of a window. But here's the Christian, Christian. Us nerds know it. You're going to, we probably get listeners who don't know jack shit and probably not going to look it up. It's, that's why look, I'm saying it's not magic item specific. That's exactly why I'm saying that. It's like a real word. Would be the term for magicking a car and throwing it into a witch. Uh, oh holy my God. That, shit! Moment. That would be that would be uh, an ode to Dorothy. <laughs> I I like the I like the Age of Ultron callback where Wanda. We got gave the, you the the one two I'll switch up right there. Yeah. Yeah. That was real good. That was real good. Um, to get us back <laughs> on track, um, and then she stepped thirty feet into the air. Sorry. I, I like the age. Of, um, I like the age of Ultron callback where Wanda just disappeared and she popped out a note. That jag. I like how they did that. They yep. framed it like it was Age of Ultron where she did that jagged walk. She did the exact same thing. I was like, yeah. Yes. And her accent was back. I was like, oh shit. But then Agatha flipped it back on her. Yep. But oh. all this time, it was like Wanda knew the fuck she was doing. Because she thought, Agatha thought she was just getting her powers. No, Wanda was on purposely hitting the fucking hex bubble. Oh and my god, the runes, man. And then the reveal of like, the runes, I was like, she knows what she's doing. Don't play. You have fucked but with the wrong I Avenger. She was using prestidigitation I... to make herself look dead, bro. <laughs> Sorry. But what I loved so much about this show is they really they really showed that Wanda is a villain because mm-hmm. she 100% like she was a villain. Like yeah. she was yeah. bad. She broke oh, yeah. bad. Oh yeah. Um she snapped. Oh yeah. And I'm like, so I'm... Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about that. Because I really want them to explore that more, but I'm also scared they're going to do, like, a cop-out. Because even at the end, and I know, guys, I'm really sorry we're jumping around, but, no, like... No, jump around. Jump around. When... Um, get down. <laughs> when Monica gave her forgiveness, I'm like, you're literally the only character in this entire fucking show that can forgive Wanda because you yeah. understand the pain she went through, but also... Like don't don't give that cop out because I'm like, she needs, like she needs they the, will never know what you sacrificed to save them and I'm like to fix her mistake to yeah. fix her mistake yeah. thank you thank you because they were all innocent she needed to re- I These think one innocent bystanders and I like honestly like even seeing her power I. Probably, if I was in their shoes, I would have chucked a fucking bottle at her. I, I was like, thinking you were all going to attack her. I thought, like, it was going to go walking dead for a second. Like, oh, because when... They, oh, I just think... the scene when Agatha released them... Yep. ...was, oh, it was so good. It just... 
oh, it was so good. It was just so good seeing them and then hearing that they're they're suffering. Like they're not happy. Uh, Wanda was just pulling like a fucking Thanos and is like, I brought peace and prosperity by murdering half the planet. A small yeah. price to pay. Like, no, like, you're living in peace. It's like, no, we're living your literal nightmares. Right. Like, oh, it was just, God, it was so, it was so good. It was just so good. And, um, like seeing... I'm a little sad that they made Agatha seem more like cartoonishly evil, like almost like a Disney villain. I um, was expecting that because look how she was acting on episode nine when you saw her power reveal. She was already queued up to, to be that way. You mean seven? That was seven. I thought it was. Episode, seven I, thought or it was eight. I think it was eight. You got to see Agatha. Um, you learned more about Agatha. Not seven. Well, you learn more about her on eight. On eight, but yeah. you see her reveal on seven, like yeah. at the end of seven. Yeah, you see her reveal at the end of seven, but at the at the start of eight. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. Oh, okay. yeah. She was like, but like, if you're going back throughout the whole show, it was like she was queued up to be this Rita Repulsa but, style type of villain, but. I'm so happy you brought up because if you flip it, like so, if you if you flip it, if you go from her perspective, she feels a burst of magic, an uncontrollable burst of magic, and she's like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, yeah. So she goes to investigate. She's like, "This town is like fucking 100% bonkers. What the hell is going on?" So like, she's investigating, trying to figure it out, and as she said in her monologue, like you're a scarlet witch like you bring destruction and chaos like so i wish they would have made it more like like leaned more into the aspect where she because i know she mentioned like i take power from the undeserving it's kind of my thing but like let it more be like i take power from like the uneducated like because it's like so if because Wanda on like obviously has this great power but she doesn't know how to use it so it's kind of like a sharp like Agatha's like a sharp shooter she's fully trained she knows how to shoot things she's not gonna just let a toddler have a fucking loaded gun mm -hmm. you know like yeah sort of like to me is what it it seemed like they were setting up so when they were just like no she's just like power hungry I really wish that it would have been like leaned in a bit more in her like you do not know what you are doing like i am trying to save these people because look at what you did to them so like even when she showed like she lifted the mind control on these people and like showing her she's the villain like well let's i mean i don't think that she was lifting the control like to help the people or anything i don't i don't think agatha would have fuck. given a shit yeah, like if I, anybody I, else was like, stuck in there. I think it was more like she knew by doing that it would have fucked with her more mentally, and that was the whole purpose. Yeah, I don't I, think no, I don't yeah. think she like cared about. No, the I know that's why I'm saying like I I wish it would have been like I just wish she would have been more like um not so much like an anti-hero, but you the, wanted to be kind of like, more, like, like a true neutral antagonist. Yeah, where nah, she's just like, look, I really that. don't care about the, like, I don't care about these people, but, like, what you have is really going to, like, fuck up the world. And so I need 
and I don't want to be fucked up in that world, you know? Like, it's sort of like, um, you know, like the Guardians of the Galaxies. We're like assholes, but we're not like dicks. Um, Um, Yeah. I I never got that from um, Agatha. I think I, I got she wants the power herself. Like, well, I mean, no, she, I, I know. That's, that's what I'm that's saying. This is, yeah. I'm saying my want was I wanted her to be more of that, like, n- I. that's what I wanted from her. I didn't want her to be, like, the straight, like, just give me your power. I'm that kind of villain-like thing. I wanted yeah, to get more of her. It's a very Disney, like, you wanted, like pointless, power-hungry thing okay. when she yeah. should have been more multifaceted. You want more yeah. Killmonger. Yeah, like, just something that you can understand and like sympathize with because like I'm glad she's not dead because I'm like dude y'all would have really fucked up if you would have like kicked Catherine Hahn out of the MCU no I don't think um, it's because Catherine Hahn is because there's a lot of people that's and me included quit killing villains that are unnecessary like you can continue but like, that's like that's, that's a trope that needs the to die the thing that is is really like it cemented that um scarlet witch is a villain because she forced like agatha showed the horror that she inflicted on these people so then scarlet witch is like well i'm just gonna put that on you thanks bye like no but um fucking brutal also it's a good thing that those townsfolk didn't Charge up, charge up on Rhonda. I mean, Rhonda, Wanda, because then she would really became the villain. Because how I approached it, she this is like a warped version of Doctor Strange and Baron Mordo, or in this case, Mordo, because he's not a Baron yet. Where you have someone who is trained in the art of magic, but he sees how it's corrupt, how it's like it's apparently corrupting. Like, Mortal, like, I was expecting Mortal to pop up and kill Agatha. But good thing that didn't happen. Because I was like, alright, we don't need that yet. We, we'll keep you in Doctor Strange too. Like, just stay over there. Oh! Oh, we'll wait, we'll wait on theories later on. I, 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 got a, I got a juicy theory that just popped in my head about Baron Mortal right. and Wanda. But, um, that would have made Wanda more of a villain if she did straight up kill everybody. Because she already... It shows she's I mean, not she emotionally. Did. She yeah, she fucking gonna, choked him out. I was gonna say that, but she's emotionally compromised. She is not. She she's basically doing what Tony believed all along, while Steve was more like, "We should be more nurturing and helping her out." And like, if you go back, to, I literally went back to Civil War. Steve was literally breaking down everything that happened to Wanda and how their correct direct cause of it. While Tony's so like, like Tony was like, no, she's this, this, and this. So we're basically protecting the people from her. And it's proving I hate the fact that I'm like, damn it, Tony is right. Okay. <laughs> but like I don't know, because like he sort of proved himself wrong in Civil War. Yeah. Um and Tony has always just been a dick. Yeah. So like here's the here's my issue with this is because I so one of the things I hate it we're gonna put a pin on that okay. but one of the things I really did not like about this episode was when they made um, director Dickface shoot Hayward. at Wanda's 
children. I know, yeah. like, what the fuck was that? Because it's like, I think they were worried because if we then started, like, thinking about it, like, honestly, what Hayward did all throughout the episodes isn't really anything that Tony Stark himself didn't already do. Mm-hmm. But he so, like, they're like, the shit. What? He just didn't shoot at kids, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, they showed, like, they added that scene. It felt really unnecessary to me when they did it because I'm like, we already don't like this guy. Like, why are you being like, oh, he's willing to kill kids even though they don't technically exist? Yeah, um, I think the only plus side to that, the kids were very capable of protecting so, themselves, though. Yeah. It, <laughs> you kids handle the just, military. I was like, what the fuck? It was Marvel's way of just showcasing, like, him as, like, just, like, a two-bit villain. They're like, look, he kills kids. Look how bad he is. So we don't look deeper the mustache into things. Villain. Because, like, Man. questions they didn't bother answering. Like, seriously, we want to know what happened between the five years. Like, mm-hmm. that's a more interesting story to me. I want to know how the world recovered, how the world went on. Like, when half the fucking population just blips but out of existence. I think that also and takes. Uh, sorry, finish. I was gonna say like because yeah, obviously it's gonna change people. Like, so show us like have a flashback to um, Monica and Hayward like growing up. So maybe he's like I like they just talked about it. They just talked about it like in what was it, episode four when we. went to the real world and they just mentioned you know like she was sort of on track to become the new director or whatever Mm. um excuse me um are you good but like show us a little bit more backstory because or show his progression because like you know yeah he sort of was egging wanda on when he showed her vision body but it's like he obviously was trying to like needle her and use her to try and like be able to bring vision back was his whole end goal because yeah like vision is prime i don't want to say weaponry but like he broke he basically it was a he's a valuable asset but they also it was a throwaway line also i think Wu said it you broke the sokovia accord by taking someone who's part of the accord and re like bringing them back to life against their will. So it wasn't Wanda. He it was like I, it was it was literally like a throwaway to actually like cover up all the shit that Hayward did. But I was gonna no, s- I know. But I'm just like, but it's like also saying like you know like fucking um, Fury. Like what bullshit has he done for Shield? Yeah, and shit over the years. He used um cube technology to bring back Hydra weaponry like I mean everyone like in the MCU Tony lied and brought a miner um to fight in his battles so he did child endangerment and technically kidnapping because he didn't tell uh Aunt May what was really going on so it's like nobody's hands are clean and so I think Marvel just threw in this like extra special like I'm gonna have him shoot at kids so that I everyone th- really I think that hates him. I think that was more like 
how can we piss off the audience more? <laughs> I, honestly, I think that was more like I don't even. I think we might be overthinking it. Could it be as something as simple as like, hey, we need a reason to show off Monica's powers, and this is how this is the best way we can think of it. It could have been. And they're so, like willing done. to sacrifice. They're like Hayward. Hayward's the kind of guy that could shoot at kids. Yeah, it makes the most sense. I, I think. I mean, and it was also a bad idea. You put the only black woman in this whole entire thing. Yeah. In the and middle. Have her get shot by cops. Yeah. Get shot by cops in the middle of the square. Yeah. yeah. That, was a, that wasn't lost on me either. I was like, two steps forward and a thousand steps back. Mm-hmm. Um, but you did um, get that Incredibles moment though. With all with um all four of them though. Yeah. That was nice. That was nice. I'm I was I was still I said it already, I'll say it again. I was flabbergasted at the line. Kids, you guys handle the military. Oh and they just, you know those kids had fun doing I know, that scene. but I was like, What? You know they had like, fun doing that scene. They probably I like, know, I know. They were probably a little peeved that they got um X'd out. At the end of the episode, they was like, man, we want to be in more Marvel things. You never know, kids. You never know. Hey, you well, know, with the well, second, um, that second, that second after credits. Yeah. But then also, you it's, hear them. It kind of sucks, though. They'll be the only kids. Well, depending on if they're used for going forward. But majority of the Young Avengers are in their 20s. These kids are literally preteens. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're great teens at the time of filming. Address it. Yeah. They they could easily be like what between twelve and fourteen, maybe even. I don't. That kid from Haunted Hill House that was like two years ago. Oh, he's just so goddamn cute. I love him. He has to be eleven, twelve now. So yeah, by the time he'll ever get back into the MC, he'll yeah he'll probably be fourteen, fifteen. But it could work. It could work. I wouldn't put a 14, 15 year old in an MCU film. <laughs> Even though it should, canonically, it should work. It, it, it works better than. I mean, canonically, that's what Spider Man was, right? He was like 16? What I mean by not canon, I was trying not to use canonically, but I'm talking about like act, getting actors who are well into their 20s playing teenagers. Oh. That's what I mean. I was like, it's, no. it was, that's why I was like, I was actually agreeing. Yes, it's better to get the, these kids to play teenage versions of themselves in about yeah. five, six years. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe the time frame that might work. That's why I'm like, I know because Marvel hasn't confirmed yet any other like castings for Billy or Tommy, have they? Uh uh-uh. uh Just these two kids. They're it could, getting it so could much be better possible. at keeping things fucking shut. They're getting like almost Doctor Who level of like oh. nobody knows shit. Um, so far, there's a rumor that Elijah Bradley, um, who's Patriot, is in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, we already know Henry Seinfeld is cast as Kate Bishop. Mm. Florence Pugh. Well, we saw like a backside of Patriot and them. Trailer at the, like the football field or whatever fuck that place was. Oh, that's um U.S. Okay. Agent. That's not Patriot. Patriot is Elijah Bradley, the black. Um, he was technically a team. Think of it, team, oh. a black team, Bucky. Okay. Sorry, I don't remember that one. Okay. He was part of the Young Avengers. Um, Florence Pugh will technically. 
yeah, Patriot is Patriot stature. Um, Hawkeye, Kate Bishop Hawkeye, came in around the same time. Bill uh, Wiccan, Billy yeah. joined the team. So technically, OG lineup is Patriot, Stature, Kid Iron Man, and Hulkley was the original lineup. And then going forward in Young Avengers, remember those ones? Were those like old school? Because the ones I remember, so the comics I remembered with the Young Avengers, it was Wiccan, Hulkling, um, America Chavez. Kate Bishop and then Kid Loki. That's twi- that's speed. that's 2014 through 2017. I'm going by 2004, 2007, up until American Chavez first premiere. Um, um, was on un- my oh, time. I do not remember those ones. I do because I actually have some of them. Um, but I didn't get the issue where America Chavez first um, premiered, and also America Chavez is going to be in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So, so much. There we go. America Chavez is coming soon. Another another hero of color is coming soon. And she's got. Woo! I think she has a new comic coming out, doesn't she? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. She's. They're returning her in a bit. Basically, people, if you're looking at what Marvel's putting out, whoever is getting a new comic, that is basically in the movie. So, Spectrum is back in the comics. So obviously, she's in Doctor Strange too. Miss Marvel has been everywhere already, so it was bound to like, happen sooner or later to get her own show, and she's also going to be in Captain Marvel, too. Um, I'm, like, ten times more excited about Marvel 2 just because they know Tiana Paris is going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was, her, I was just very meh on the first Captain Marvel appa- movie. Apparently her and Brie Larson have been oh. hanging out these last couple of weeks, so they're, it looks like they're getting there. So... I'm just really excited to see that um, resolution because you can tell, like, especially from WandaVision, that there's a lot of just pain and, like, anger, abandonment issues and anger I'm, with her and, I'm, I'm and on, Carol Danvers. I'm going to be on Carol's side on this one. She literally said in Infinity War, Earth is not the only place that has been dealing with shit and... Well, I'm including the word shit, but um, yeah, I'm gonna be on I'm gonna be on Carol's side on this one. Like, I understand the well, anger. No, I mean, of, like, um, I just I understand the anger of you losing a parent and you expect someone who's as powerful as Carol to do something, but they wasn't around. Like, I placed anger on people who didn't have they. It was not their indirect control to do anything. The anger to me, like. For me, what I got from it, from In Want Division, was that Monica was pissed because, like, literally the last time she ever spoke or talked to Carol was when she was a child. I think we'll probably learn more on that in Captain Marvel Mm 2. There's some backstory there, like, some blanks that definitely need to be filled in. But just for me, that was how, how I took it, because just how much she didn't want to talk. Uh-huh. about her that stemmed more from to me abandonment issues rather than like you weren't there for my mom when she died because there's literally no way for her to know if that was yeah true or not because she also was not there mm-hmm. like, right so she's like maybe hearing secondhand stories but she doesn't know mm-hmm. um so that's just 
Yeah, but what seeing, um, I'm hoping for. But seeing uh, Tiana Parrish and Brielle Larson like hanging out, just like, okay, y'all getting y'all getting y'all y'all getting y'all in, learning each other, probably watching Please one. Please become division. best friends. Hell, she's already friends Have with um, Tessa Thompson. <laughs> Her and Tessa Thompson barely been anything together, and Brie Larson and Tessa Thompson like we're going to do a movie together. Like, <laughs> what? Oh my god! Please, like Valkyrie and Spectrum together in one scene. Give it to me now. Great, thanks. Bye. Just Valkyrie and anything like more Valkyrie, more Tessa Please Thompson. And thank you. More, Tessa more, Thompson. more Valkyrie in general. Yes, T- we demand more Tessa Thompson. More Tessa I mean, Thompson. more Tessa Thompson, because she's fucking phenomenal, but MCU-wise, yes, more Valkyrie. Mm. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm just so excited for Thor Thunder. Um, oh, yeah, that's just, right. This show has kicked off, like, just reignited my love and just the excitement I get with Marvel movies so i'm still a little like my hopes aren't as high for falcon and the winter soldier just because the trailers are way more action heavy and so i'm really like i'm uh, hoping they have more of the personal i think uh, connection uh if i remember correctly anthony mackie came out and said it's the Marvel misdirect. He's like, we're showing. He's like, they're showing the un- on purpose, showing the action he trailers because he's like, you don't want to so see all the more heavy stuff. He's like, yes. He's like, he understands. People want to see that in a trailer, but he's like, if you see everything that's going on with Sam, and he's like, if you're, if he's, he's he he equates it to not everyone is the same in terms of like how they feel emotionally. He's like, if you see everything that's going on with Sam, just as a black man in the Marvel universe dealing with the government you probably don't want to watch the show because you're a black man dealing with this shit already who's not a superhero yeah so that's why they went with he said that's why they went with the more so excited if they even touch a little bit from like um like sam as captain america because those comics were so great where like he gets kicked out of shield and so he has no financial backing so if he has to travel and like investigate some issue he has to go and coach (laughs) (laughs) he has no money and it's just oh it's so it's so good and so if this is like the way they're going or like storyline they're i think they're going with i would love it i think they're going more with to sam not sam um roadie is the secretary of state i think he's some form of uh of some kind of military cabinet yeah, he he got he. They said it in um in um, Endgame. He has a cabinet position in the uh, presidency. They did. Yeah. I don't remember that. No, because fucking Ross, General Ross, was still there. If Ross was there, he worked with Ross. He like he don't give a fuck about just because you work with them doesn't mean you can give a fuck about them. That's like me where we used to work at. Like yeah, I recognize your position of power. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm gonna. I'll, in front of people, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, and then once you turn your back, I was about to say, you. are you talking about a specific person you're not naming? I'm not gonna name <laughs> on the off chance that you know, we even tweet. We, why are we even talking about that part? Um, I'm <laughs> <laughs> just really, we go, I'm going too far down the road. I'm going too far. All right, coming back, coming back, coming back. Coming back. Mm-hmm. I heard, I'm hearing Rody 
is facilitating helping him and Bucky out. <laughs> so, so hence, hence all the military portions and not the government stuff, just the military portions. Yeah, not to go too far in, um, on on my past work experience. We we do not need that. You, <clears throat> you, we are already out of it. Stop talking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> but I, oh yeah, just remembered. Uh, a fan gave us a fuck Mary kill superhero. Edition one for DC. Oh, one for that's right. Actors on for DC side and actors from the Marvel side of things. I will write it down because I have to find it on my phone. So um, we're now on the portion of Wanda and her reading the book. While I her reading the book. Mm. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Okay, so I want to know first of all how she got the book. Like, I mean, I think she just stole it from Agatha. Oh, probably. Actually, that's probably a safe bet. But her reading the book and then hearing, like, Billy calling out, what do you think that means? Well, because she was astral projecting. Right. Just like, like what we saw. Small flex. Yeah. Showing that she's better at it than Doctor Strange because she can still do n- normal things, walk around, <laughs> interact, and make a cup of tea um, while Doctor Strange is like, my body passes out. Um yeah, it's like, yeah, so, she like, keeps doing everything while she's studying with her astral so I, form. I think because she was on the astral plane and, you know, with like Doctor Strange um, when he was on the astral plane and then the um, ancient one like sending him through all of those dimensions. So I think she can probably she's sort of like tuned in almost mm-hmm. to sort of um listen in i guess and see because i bet she's probably figured out either from the book or just from astral projecting that there are other planes of existence well i mean she herself is a nexus point right in the comics yes they haven't confirmed that in the movies so they they haven't they might with Doctor Strange. I'm honestly, I'm really hoping she's showcased as a villain in uh, Multiverse of Madness. Um. She could be. She could be a villain that we all don't want to be a villain. Like this could be like the actual thing where where yeah. everybody gets behind. Like, oh my god, I can't believe that she actually turned bad, and we really all care for her to not be bad anymore. Yes. Like, it would be so much more heartbreaking because we as an audience would understand why she did what she did. It would be the ultimate, like, like, uh, it would go past Killmonger. Yeah, It would be the ultimate sympathetic villain because we've spent years with this character as a hero, as an audience collectively. Um, Yeah. Also, something a little bit funny... Um, on the Marvel. book, um, <laughs> the book is um, called The Dark Hold, which is tied to Ghost Rider. Um, Gabriel Luna, who's been f- who plays Robbie Ray, um, Gabriel Luna plays what is this Robbie Reyes? Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider, Robbie Reyes, yeah, okay. I was making sure I got I the think... right, I think it's Robbie Reyes. He said, um, Gabriel Reyes, no, his name is Gabriel Luna. That's right. Sorry, this is I. You might have heard, but I made my third drink. So yeah, so uh, let <laughs> things me, are getting confusing. I I, I can hear that. Um, <laughs> he tweeted out 
after the final episode aired. Okay, I'll admit it. Um, under my mattress may not have been the best hiding place for the book. <laughs> Ghost Rider. His Ghost Rider is the last person to hold that book. But was that that was in Ages of um, Ages of Shield, which is technically not canon. Not canon, but he's but he he's the thing. But that's that, still fun. Yeah, it's still funny. Like he, you can tell he still wants to be in it because he's like, all right, that was Ages of Shield. I was probably promised Marvel's Ghost Rider, and I didn't get it. Yeah, probably Kevin Feige was like, you know what, we'll wait, and then when we're ready, you can still be Ghost Rider. So, speaking of making it into the MCU. What were your guys' thoughts about Ralph Boner? Oh. Um this is their I was not angry cuz I kind of kind of figured like they're not like... they're not bringing mutants into this and they're not they're not bringing in the X-Men anytime soon. So I yeah. was it was just more indifferent. I was not I know a lot of people were disappointed hence why the meme that I posted in our group chat. Um <laughs> So your I, WandaVision fan theory turned out to be bullshit. <laughs> Thank you. See, um, to me, it felt, it felt like a better way. So, okay, so I don't mean to, like, shit on them, but, like, there were a couple scenes in here where I was like, oh, you did this in a previous Marvel movie. And to me, this was, like, the um, the Mandarin scene all over again, but better. Like, better. it made more sense in this context. Also, it's just really funny. That, like, in this universe, he was a actor trying to, you know, make his, his break. So then, like, he's literally never there in this TV show that Wanda, like, Wanda creates. He's yeah. literally never there until, like, the very end to cause shit. So that no. was just funny to me. Um I also like the fact that Jack Schaefer, she came out and said, because um, she is the writer and the showrunner, that they was not going to do House of M. This was his House of M light. So this was yeah. never going to be House of M. So I was like reading that article. I was like, all right, cool. I can stop with my mutant theory. Stop with the Quicks. That really stopped me. We're like, oh, this has to be Quicksilver yeah. theory. Like, no, I this- think it's just, huh? it's good to remember that this is like, it's like the first Iron Man movie. Like I said, it's the launching point for yeah. Phase Four. So it's it's not going to answer everything. It's going to answer some questions. It's going to leave. Some it's setting hanging. up so much more questions. Yep. It's yeah. It's just it's setting up so much more fun stuff. Um, so many more links, and I just I look forward to the callbacks. I'm honestly very excited for. Multiverse of Madness. Um, also, um, also, I didn't get a chance to, um, to, to mention my little what I loved about that scene for Wanda, uh, Wanda with the book. Um, that's a callback to Doctor Strange, because you remember in in the first movie, while he was getting his sleep, his astral projection self was reading the study. It's yeah, just, we to see we Wanda. I well, can I finish? Please. Yes. <laughs> I understand that. And I, I was, thought you smoked two blunts, dude. You should be very chill. <laughs> I don't I'm like being. Co- Go ahead. Continue. I don't like being corrected. <laughs> high, or, high and chill or not, I don't like being corrected. <laughs> um, but uh, what I was trying to say, I think this show. It, I think this shows her, 
like accepting that she's this all-encompassing powerful being because like Agatha said you are more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme and to go back to Doctor Strange 1 he never became the um, the Sorcerer Supreme he is is not the Sorcerer Supreme so one is coming in to Doctor Strange 2 which I'm also once again hyped to see she's coming in fully loaded like I'm, I'm really I'm I'm hoping Wanda doesn't die at the end of Doctor Strange because that'd be kind of like, what the fuck? You let all these other MCU actors like nine movies and then that's it, that's it with Elizabeth Olsen. Like, come on. <laughs> we want more of Elizabeth Olsen. Or when, I, I mean, come on. I can't wait to see another fight that is anything close to Doctor Strange versus Thanos. Oh. That, that kind of a magic fight i like don't get me wrong i enjoyed the fight that we had here but i thought like specifically the fight between wanda and and agnes was a little lacking and i was like all right like i get it i get it like it's still enjoyable but it it, it felt lacking in the way that they could have displayed magic as a fighting tool mm-hmm. yeah and uh and i think the only version of the of that that i think they got right was specifically the doctor strange thanos fight and I hope Multiverse of Madness gives us anything like that again. Yeah. And I mean, I hope they close the loopholes because it's just, it's really funny that um, in Infinity War, they like open the movie with Thanos invading. And um, I can't remember if it was Wong or Strange. It was Wong and Strange. That, um, in the, in the, cut and- off cut off the big dude's hand. I can't even remember, like, one of Thanos' children. Yeah. Remember they one, were fighting. The black <laughs> and he one. one of the members of the his black. hand off. That was, mm-hmm. uh, that was Wong. So, like, okay, so Wong is smart enough to cut off this dude's hand. And he's not Sorcerer Supreme, but fucking to, like, Doctor Strange is like, oh, we need to get this Infinity Glove off and doesn't even think about portaling. Like making a little portal to cut off the gauntlet. Probably it was. I think they, somebody mentioned that, and then Feige came up with an answer. I'm at to find a YouTube video. I I remember someone specifically asking about that. Like why didn't Strange just portal off the gauntlet? Yeah, and they had, and I think he gave gave a, a action an actual answer to that. Was have, it satisfying or was it like super dodgy? Because like sometimes he gives he gives really good answers. Yeah. Like he's not one of his dickish. They make pro- sense. Like he he's not one of the other Marvel producers who give dickish. He could, yeah. If that's true, if that's true, and he's doing it mid interview, he literally could be a great DM. He's oh. he's technically a damn good DM himself. Like, I mean that's he, true. To because like when he talked about like he was like no it had to be like Professor Hulk that did the snap. Or yeah. lip or whatever the fuck they're calling it, um, because he was smart enough to know like, just because like someone's on a plane and they disappear, he's not gonna bring them back like in the exact same spot they were. He's like, so someone is not gonna be falling like thirty five thousand feet to their yeah. death after yeah. being yeah. left. And I'm like, oh, see, you could have just done a throwaway line yeah, in like, the movies. Yeah, but about um, that, and that's but... and that's why Feige, I, I look at Feige like. When you have Ben Affleck saying why Kevin Feige is the best comic book movie producer out there, 
That is yeah. that is like he's looking literally. Ben Affleck is looking at DC's like, you are. Tr- I can't believe I'm stuck with yes. this. And look like, what Marvel it's... is doing. Like I'm not surprised. And also Ben Affleck's doing a Disney movie, so it's like it was probably like. Go ahead. It's so good to know that, like, when we bring up points like this, where we're like, this, like, why didn't you do this? And he'll be like, well, we did it like this because of, like, X, Y, Z. And it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, he's got the answers. Like, he's not just like, because that's how it was written. So many people are like, that's how it was written. Yeah. Or, like, when people came at him for, like, why there's not better representation, why there's not more women, why there's not more people of color, and he has an answer. Like he he he's like astutely aware. Is like we do. I understand. We are getting to it. Is this according to how we're doing the story? He's like he yeah. doesn't he doesn't care about how the characters are portrayed in the comic books. If they if this is the right person for the job, and they are a person like the character Ikari in Eternals is a white dude. Is now an African American woman who is deaf, who's going to be doing sign language as this character now. <clears throat> Mm. Oh, so it's sorry, like now I'm just like blanking to like Jeff Clint. What we had? Um, Hawkeye was it like that's my like my biggest issue I think with the whole MCU is like him becoming the Ronan. disservice they did to Hawkeye. Well, Could that's we why he got the, that's why he got his show. And look, it looks so like I'm really hoping it looks like Jeremy Ren is having. Tons of fun doing Hawkeye instead of doing the uh, movies. I mean, what else is he doing? Yeah. Well, yeah. Besides being a musician. I mean. Um, the last movie I can name that he did that wasn't an MCU movie was like. Tag. Some weird fucking like tag movie. It was tag. Yeah. And he also did. um, that- D- Not Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, what was the one with. um, Rocket and Jennifer Lawrence. Bradley Cooper, oh, Jennifer Lawrence. Playbook? No, Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, um, Christian Bell, and Jeremy Renner was in it. Oh yes, um, that's fucking seventies movie. Yeah, like he he um, Jeremy Renner when it, when it's other movies, like serious dramatic roles, he's always the supporting actor, never the main star. Like, and he also did a good yeah. one with him and um, Elizabeth Olsen, them playing. Um, and that's why I think they was so. One of the things that I think oh, that was missing. Oh yeah, that, that, that fucking FBI investigation movie. one. Shit, that was good. Um. I think that's why they have good chemistry, and that's why I, I thought it was a missed opportunity to not have Hawkeye here to try to like to get through to her. Like, yo, this is not you. Yeah, I just so like again, just like the piggyback to your point. Your your piggyback to your point in the last episode. Hawkeye is trash for not bringing in Wanda to his family. Yes! Where were her friends? <laughs> like... Like, I, th- I think that's the one come thing... Come on! I, I think that'll be the one thing I'll get Feige on, like... I get it. I really do. But you have an Avenger who has a parental connection to Wanda. Like, come on. Yeah. Like... Aside from Vision, the most interaction she had with any Avenger, Captain America or Hawkeye. Like, but just, ugh. what can you do? 
But um, I will give this one tidbit before we go into our final review because we're now at the runtime of the actual episode. Um, yeah. Um, the final tidbit. We just have a lot of thoughts and feeling. Uh, Jeremy Renner so, okay, was supposed so to be just in. Just a quick question. Mm-hmm. Are we doing like review of the episode and then like the season as a whole or just the episode? We can do the episode and the season. Okay. Um, Jeremy Renner was supposed to be in Winter Soldier. But Feige vetoed it out. What? Um, what's which Russo? It was one of the Russo brothers who. It was not too long, very recent. I will say Wednesday. I saw. I read the article. In Winter Soldier, um, when Cap is running out, it was um, Fury was not supposed to have the scene where he's going down Washington Boulevard and um, the Capitol Boulevard, being chased by the Winter Soldier and his crew. It was going to be Cap mm-hmm. being chased by the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents instead. And one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. agents was going to be Hawkeye. <gasps> it was going to be one big gigantic fight scene between Cap and Hawkeye. And it was going to really, and the Russo said, this one Russo said, it was going to really show how good Hawkeye is. He said, you have, oh. you have all the movies, they showed all this other stuff that he can do. But he's like, he have all these powers. says like, Hawkeye can do a move where he's raining arrows. He's like, we wanted to do that. Yeah, but he's also so good hand-to-hand combat. Oh, my God. And Wanda, get me in the universe where that movie exists. And he said... I want to see it. And he said it was going to end where he Hawkeye actually grapples Cap, and he whips the Cap. The Quinjet is around the corner. Get to it. He said, just give me a good, good enough-looking punch. And then oh. Captain America punches him, and then Cap runs, um, Cap runs off, and he picks up Black Widow, and they're off. Oh. And that, but he said that would have been a waste for using Renner just for that specific scene. Damn. No, like better he, use of him than they did in fucking Thor. Yeah, he he pulled he, oh. call, he called it he called it back to Thor because he was like this. He didn't want to use Renner because like, one you didn't see Renner at the start of the movie of Thor. He's like plus oh, you I didn't never see, heard this. My and, heart is broken. And he's like he didn't you didn't see um, Bucky at the I mean. Um, Hawkeye at the start of Winter Soldier, so it wouldn't really made um, made sense. But he's like, that was vetoed out. Uh, all right. Look, I do love Kevin Feige, but I'm just gonna, that was a stupid just. <laughs> we come on. It's dumb. We we're not not we're not. Like, we all make mistakes, so that was just Feige's mistake. Though. But here's the thing: we don't. We I'm hearing he's doing some crazy things on his own show for Hawkeye. So we're gonna probably see him do some I'm, things uh, we don't. We didn't get a chance to see him do. Like he's a sword. Like all this time, I didn't know Hawkeye was a sword fighter. Hawkeye knows how to. I'm he, just he's a sword fighter. I'm so I'm so excited for that show because I just I'm such a big fan of like the Fraction Hawkeye series. Yeah. And they're using the David Aja um, art style. For the logo of the show, which so, is cool. Oh, I'm just my hopes are really high for that. And, and lucky just, the pizza dog. I need dog. to like talk myself down. Lucky the pizza dog is in it. Oh, I'm just. Oh. And Haley Steinfeld so is now finding the MCU. Hopefully, it's how they like repair MCU Hawkeye's image. Because well, I'm more devoted family member. He well, they're is doing not a good in job. the comics. I'm more worried about Haley Steinfeld. 
Like, are you really going to utilize this actress for our Hawkeye? Well, when, okay. she, when she takes so, the mantle for Hawkeye. I'm just going to counter that with... um, What was that fucking Western... Her first big movie, Western movie? True the Grit. remake. True Grit and the Bumblebee movie. Right. My, own, my only two rebuttals to that. She's good. She's... No, so, I, like... I know she's good. I'm just more on the Marvel part. Like, is... Are Marvel really going to use her? Like, are they going to use like how you hear Florence Pugh is not only in Black Widow, but she's also going to be in Hawkeye, and she's also queued up to be in other Marvel movies. You only hear in Steinfeld yeah. in Hawkeye. You don't hear that she's going to be doing more after Hawkeye. That's what I mean. Well, I think that's them just keeping the lid on a lot of their projects, like. You know, like, I think it's clear that they're gearing up for Young Avengers, but they don't want to, like, fully Com- commit to it. Just, yeah. You know, like, they want to sort of leave a lot of... Pulling and not pulling the DC. Surprises. <laughs> Essentially not um, pulling the DC. <laughs> they're taking their time to build it. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> they, they are putting the time and the effort into creation, so they're not just... They're not just like, hey, people like this stuff. All at once. Like DC is doing right now, I'm really yeah. Like, and we, I hate I'm that we, really hoping they course correct. Like, and I hate really that, hoping. And I was gonna say, I, but, hope, I hate that you, me, and Christian. We always have to keep on saying we like DC. We and, and seriously, once again, we love DC. It's just what they're doing. We hate the it. The DCEU just sucks. Like. I don't, yeah, like, I don't like me personally. I don't want no Walter, Walter Hamada behind DC movies. I don't want Akiva Gozman or Jeff Johns behind any of these movies. All right? They're not you. So the big issue, and I know we've like about this before, but right, let's move. Kevin on. Feige sh- is a fan, but he is a movie producer. He's a movie producer first and a fan second. Yeah, and that's the magic combination so like jeff johns can make comic books and he can do good comic book stories he can also do bad comic book stories but he is not a movie producer yeah he's like out of the um, two kevin feige listened more to richard donner than the other like that's a little backstory between kevin feige and um, jeff johns they both was um interns for uh, richard donner yeah hmm. So I'm going to say Kevin Feige right now is a magical unicorn um, <laughs> because Hollywood doesn't really want to <laughs> acknowledge him. invest. Yeah, like, well, not acknowledge him, but just like invest. And I don't I shouldn't say Hollywood, but I should say DC doesn't want to invest in finding their own Feige mm-hmm. because so many like I think what I hate about so much of the the people they get to make their movies just are like, yes, I'm a fan. But then they just name, like, if you Google search Batman or you Google search Suicide Squad, they're like, yeah, I'm a fan. I love. And then they'll name, like, the first three comic books off of, like, a Google search of whatever yeah. fucking movie they're doing. Yeah. So, like, Zack Snyder is like, man, I love that Frank Miller comic book series. And I'm like, those were one-offs. That's not 
Batman. <laughs> like well, those were standalone stories. And I think that's not what, his so, character. Like, I think, and that's there why, is so much more to him and I know, that's than why, that Zack Snyder. And I know that's why DC so, has a, a a bad mixture because James Wan can list what he loves about DC. Um, even um, oh my god, I should hate myself for miss forgetting her name. Oh my god. Director of Wonder Woman, Rogue Squadron. Patty Jenkins. There we go. Patty Jenkins. She she even said, I'm not a big comic book reader. I know Wonder Woman from the TV show and I know Superman. Wonder Woman. Then she yeah. she's upfront about it. And that's that is like hey. But that's she you. and that's and we I, still got a great comic book movie from her. Yeah. The best the best of the DCEU. I still and, haven't seen the second one. But from wait, what till said, it wait till it's free. 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 Um. Um. Who else? I was gonna say. Um. Andy Muschietti. He also listed a number of Flash comic books that inspired him for his movie. Not just Flashpoint. He was like, it's not only about Flashpoint. He's like, this is why I love the Flash. Like you can tell. Like oh, he reads comic books. Even um Ben Affleck is much. Here, people. I know Ben Affleck doesn't look like a nerd. But Ben Affleck is a nerd. He knows his shit. He's just, at the time, he was with Jennifer Garner. I mean, we're not going to blame Jennifer Garner, but he had to get rid of his man cave, which included his costumes that he got from movies that he did as a superhero. Ooh. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because that Daredevil movie was fucking terrible, so you should everything that. I I wouldn't (laughs) mind having the costume up. I mean, like, come on! I was Daredevil. I was the. I would have kept the costume. He kept the costume. He stole it. Um, and they actually charged him. He he came out and said they charged him x amount of dollars to keep his Batman costume. Which kind of makes sense. Yeah, because God knows how many thousands of dollars it took for them to create that fucking thing. That and everybody, but everyone is blaming Chris Hemsworth though, even though he's not Chris Hemsworth is not part of DC. Is because he blatantly have said in interviews, and he has shown when he showed off his home, he steals his Thor hammers. So now <laughs> they go like, "All right, you don't get the hammer until the day of your filming. You don't get to hold it all day." <laughs> so now that's like it's trickling over. Like, all right, because Hemsworth is doing this in Marvel Land. If you want this, you have to pay us. And he's like, "Fucking hey, I don't like this man, and I haven't ever met him." <laughs> that's probably what they're thinking. Like that's probably where they're blaming Hemsworth for. Like, which kind of makes sense. I'm like, if you were a superhero, you're gonna take that shit home. Like he even been after came out and said he saw the battering. I mean, come on. I mean, but that's the thing. Like you, the props, it, the props are the easiest thing to steal because like you've got to have like I'm not gonna say hundreds, but prop like definitely at least dozens and dozens of those fucking hammers. Yeah. on set because lord knows what kind of damage they go through getting tossed around yeah. as much as they do but that was our tangent <laughs> all right reviewing this episode first we know let's go with benita because her her rating score is always uh, a treat for me oh well it's gonna be a big surprise for you guys i know but i'm gonna give the finale of one division a 8.5 10 what 
Wow. I am shocked. Are you? I mean, you've been, been given tens. You've been given tens I of twenties. Tens of twenties. I know. So it didn't quite stick the landing for me. And it's not like I'm not angry because my theories didn't pan out because I just that's one of the things I love about this show is it lets you theorize. It gives you all of these red herrings. Um, it just, it made it so easy to discuss and talk and just theorize. And so I fully understand that I'm theorizing and it's not, there's the possibility that it's not going to happen. And I'm not going to be heartbroken because I didn't see Mephisto. I would have loved to have seen Mephisto, but I'm also like, I get it. It's cool. It was still great. Um... The fight scene with Agatha wasn't, they just went too CGI heavy with me. It kind of felt more like the Wonder Woman ending to me where you sort of have this great build up and then it's just like a CGI fest. Except for here, um, you can actually see the two people. That's your little, that's yeah. a little spoiler for um, 84. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I loved the whole thing with the runes, like using that back against her. But, um, yeah, it still wasn't, like, it wasn't a great fight. To me, the vision versus vision, cataract, whatever, uh, <laughs> fight was so much better. Because it's, like, it it had the first, the great beginning where, like, or I guess we could call him WandaVision. Uh, WandaVision saw Vision uh, trying to crush Wanda's brain so obviously he's not going to be happy with that so you have that great jumping off point it builds but then like WandaVision finally realizes like I have to use my brain to to fix like to battle this enemy to come to a resolution where we both understand what's it at stake because if we just keep fighting we're just never going to stop fighting because we're both so evenly matched so it was just it was so smart it was so brilliant um we have the the option of bringing vision back because again heroes never die in the mcu unless you're quicksilver (laughs) r.i.p r.i.p quicksilver um or a one uh, or a one mr boner blame aaron taylor johnson (laughs) (laughs) um so, and then I just, again, like, with how they made Hayward just comically bad in this one. Like, before he was just bureaucratically bad, where you could, like, get, like, kind of understand. You're like, oh, you're a dick, but you're a bureaucrat. So, like, all bureaucrats are dicks. I get it. But, like, then they just went over the top and was like, pew, pew, kids. Um, So that sort of docked some more points for me uh but i did like the lead up little nods to scrolls and monica being able to go back up to space like there was a lot to love i fucking cried when they said goodnight to the kids and you just see the wall behind them and you're like i am not ready to say goodbye to these kids i am not ready to say goodbye to these kids and then the just the goodbye between wanda and vision was Oh, it's 
sobs and tears, but it was just, oh, it was, it was still great, but not like amazeballs great. So yeah, 8.5 out of 10. <laughs> I am shooketh. <laughs> be done, be shooketh. I am shooketh. <laughs> wow. Save me from my burden, Christian. What's yours? <laughs> he's, well, he's too discombobulated. I am. I am, honestly. No, but uh, <laughs> I would say I think the last one I gave like a 9 or a 9.5. Give it a 9. Yeah, okay, so this one I'm going to give an 8. I'm definitely going to give it an 8. It, it it satisfied me in its ending. It um It had some enjoyable moments. There were some things that I had issues with. Like one real small thing I don't think any of us mentioned. Remember when, like, when, what's his name, um, grabbed the phone while he was talking to oh, Hayward? Yeah. Did nobody I else think- have a problem with immediately after that cut, there's somebody directly standing behind him that would have noticed that? Yeah. Is that so just that me? Bit, I, I know it's just... a continuity thing, but. No, I definitely feel you on that, because I'm like, okay, you, you did magic. You flipped a card into your your hand but you can't figure out how to like not make you grabbing a phone look that um obvious obvious yeah exactly exactly because i was like all right well i think that is a good representation of how the entire episode felt to me it was like yeah that like a lot of hype that's really cool wow that's so smart but at the same time like there's just glaring problems in the background that just make me yeah not want to not want to give it a full thing. I feel like that was a good representation of the episode for I me. I do side side note because I didn't mention it before. I did love when he said flourish. Yeah. When he took his cuffs off, that was great. Yeah. Like, yeah, like this episode definitely felt like um, it was reshots during COVID because oh, I didn't even talk about how pissed I was that we only got one scene with Darcy. Right. Exactly. It was like I, it almost felt very ex machina, but I was like, no, I'm sure there was something else there that they had just had to cut or something. But yeah, it definitely it felt very like COVID to yeah, me, it, where it's like you sort of have to blame COVID. Like, okay, they couldn't get everyone back for a reshoot, so yeah, we get Darcy ramming Hayward into his truck. Like, okay. But sorry, continue. Um, well, Mike, I guess I'm next. Uh, this is gonna be shocking. Wait, no, he didn't finish. He, he didn't give this... it an eight. Yeah, but I mean, I hadn't. Finished. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's no, all good. But I, I did want to just mention that it's like, I, I'm not sure if my rating is more reflected because of like my overall rating of the show. Um, is reflected more because of like the time it had come out or not. But I would like to say that overall, I think I'd give the show an 8.5 to a 9 overall. Um, I did very much enjoy it, and I had a lot of fun uh, speculating with it as it came out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't give my whole rate. Um, we, we haven't yeah, I'd the, probably say what? mine was like a nine, nine point five out of ten. I haven't, I haven't done that. We haven't done the whole season. Yet. I wanted to wait till we get through the whole episode. We okay, we, sorry. Did the whole season. Um, I'll say so for me. It's gonna be shocking to everyone. Nine point five. 
<laughs> wow. Whoa. All right. Okay. Okay. Tell me more. Um, it's a good tee um, tea up to Captain Marvel two, and this that's how I viewed this episode. It got us prepared for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and Captain Marvel two, because yeah. at the end of the second, at the at the at the first teaser, we got Monica Rambeau and a scroll. Yep. Um. So that's why I wanted to see Jimmy Woo. Um. With the scroll, essentially. Like, hanging out with a scroll. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one definitely cues up Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. That's why I, be- I agree with Benita. I, we don't want to see it, but this was going to happen. She becomes the villain. But we don't know what type of... we. I'm hearing there's more than one villain in Doctor Strange 2 besides Mordo. So it's going to be interesting to see how Wanda fits in this one. And besides Bruce Campbell, be, uh, and how Bruce Campbell fits in this also as as well, right? Oh, I'm just, I'm so excited for the insanity that um, Sam Raimi is gonna bring yep. to this because I think he was just the perfect choice for director for the Multiverse of Madness because, like, obviously he's got comic book pedigree with the first trilogy of spider-man movies but like the insanity he does with like horror yeah and aspects of horror is gonna be just oh just i think so be, I, think, I, think, I think when we get when we get more dr strange sequels i wouldn't be surprised if um Raimi is not the director like if scott derrickson and kevin feige gets another horror director to direct the third dr strange movie because Scott Derrickson is still okay, on as, so as, as they still on he's still on as producer. He, I think he also had help with um, with Feige bringing in Raimi. So I wouldn't be surprised if Scott Derrickson and Kevin Feige brings in another horror director. If okay, this is a hypothetical and no derailing, but I don't care because three drinks and um, if <laughs> Marvel were to do a horror movie, what of their properties? Do you think it, I think it would be Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is a good candidate. And if not Doctor Strange, you got uh, Maharshala, Maharshala Ali for Blade. And then you also got Oscar Isaac for <laughs> Moon Knight. So you have three, you technically uh, have all these Marvel heroes who are tied with horror. Technically. I never thought I would get excited for Moon Knight because I've never been a Moon Knight fan because the weird thing with like the multiple personalities yeah because uh um, was kind of a turnoff for me yeah. um but i never quite got into it, and but. that and and the it's the possibility of, of, of everything that we got through this through wandavision that's all tied to her like wanda is tied to moon knight blade Doctor Strange now because the book that she holding, Blade and comic books dealt with people uh, dealt with a cult who dealt with that dark hold book. Moon Knight out yeah. is directly tied to it. Um, Werewolf at Night, um, the character that uh, Ryan Reynolds played in Blade Trinity, who was technically supposed to be a werewolf. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying not to bring up Blade Trinity. That that shit fire, <laughs> but. But that is Ryan Reynolds' character in the comic books. He's a werewolf. He's werewolf by night. 
So he's also tied to Wanda. Well, that book more so the Wanda. Moon Knight is also tied to that book. So it's like all these Marvel properties that are coming out soon are tied to Wanda now. I'm sorry. I'm just tipsy enough that I went to Young Frankenstein when you said werewolf, and I'm like, werewolf. I think yeah. Frankenstein is in the Marvel Universe. Young Frankenstein is not. Yeah, Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Mel Brooks no. movie. Yep. <laughs> Put him in the Ritz! <laughs> that, was for, that was for your benefit. Um, Thank you. I was not disappointed with, um, with the Bomer aspect but i was more disappointed with them you uh, you pretty much sideline darcy and monica throughout the whole episode we get it it's called yeah. wanda vision but i think it would have benefited more for monica to be there like treat her like she was fro like you i remember frozone was there yeah. when it was in the lineup for incredibles you could at least put you her there her. to help like help the kids out fighting the military you give her that amazing intro to like her superpowers and then like you like only nah, showcase man. you only showcase them by her falling to the ground or getting shot hero landing with style like, <laughs> she was falling with style, style and then getting shot yeah um, um, I would have felt more satisfied the the nine point five, and I was like, "What's why are you took the point five off?" I wanted Monica to hit Hayward so fucking bad. You do not once again, you do not bring up a dead parent if said person came back from being snapped. He's held on to that since the second he said that in that episode, and I love it. Yeah, seriously, it, I was I wanted her when she got her powers. I wanted her to rock his fucking jaw. Then Darcy comes in with that fucking. Then that Darcy comes in with the fucking funnel truck and just pancakes him. Then he has to get carried away in handcuffs instead of be able to walk away. I wanted him Excuse to be. Excuse me, a, a, she funnel caked him. But he got to walk away. I wanted Hayward to be <laughs> crippled. All right, crippled, my type of crippled, having to be carried the fuck off. All right, no, I did not, no, 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 no. Yeah. That was my, dis- that was the point I... five down. And the reason why, uh, and Christian liked the fact that I brought up Rita Repulsa. I liked the Rita Repulsa aspect of Agatha by this point, but it was more like she was going to kill you while the Rita Repulsa was like Rita Repulsa. Well, I mean, I, I, I like that mainly because literally today, I finally got the chance to start reading the the Power Rangers comic books. <laughs> and I finished like the first two volumes before we started recording. And you mentioned Rita Repulsa. I'm like, yeah, kind of. Like the comic but one, not, right the, quick, not the show one. Right quick before we get to our season, our season rating. How good is that goddamn book? I tell you. I tell you. It's so good. Dude, I'm literally on my tablet right now downloading um, uh, Power Rangers Pink. So that way I could read them in like uh, supposedly canonical order because I'm like I, I found a list for it. But oh my god, it's really good. Get, just wait, just wait until you get to the battle for the grid. Um, I know. Or- I'm waiting for it. I know. Like oh god, there's so much there. I'm like, I it's because I just subscribed to Comicsology Unlimited. So it's like I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna start reading through everything. Fuck it. Just, just get prepared. Get prepared. You're gonna want to. You, you already like, you're already I mean, years behind. So. I know I'm years behind. I know. 
but I'm enjoying I'm it. I'm going to have to read these books because I have They're not really read them good. yet. They're really um, good. They're really good, Benita. For a pirate, for but like, uh, American style, they're the same people who read um, who redid Buffy and Angel. They also did And, and in the later ones, okay. the same ones that do like the newer Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ones, right? Yep. Yep. Hmm. Well, Kevin Eastman okay. is still writing Teen Which, T, but... Which is a whole other series that I want to jump into now also because now I have the opportunity to. But, but anyway. But like, I mean, to touch on what you were saying, yeah, because like the fight, it's... I understand what they were they were going for and mm. I did like the moment where, you know, like Wanda came into her own and was like, I don't need you to tell me who I am. But... <laughs> And it's also just really funny because it's like you are fighting this one woman, but literally, literally, you have four other people underneath you yeah. who could help. And they're just standing there staring at you or some like frozen army dudes. Yeah, but like, um but also the other reason why I also got a point five, I felt like Wanda didn't get a better repercussion for her actions. Like yes, no. this this group of people knew what she did. So to the they whole world tortured. To the whole world she's a hero, but to these people here, she's a villain to them. So like so it's like Hayward's answer to like I think when we get further, when we do get the X Men, you have these pocket people who dealt, who got dealt with. Well, they're being traumatized because of Wanda. They're going to be these people who spread out throughout the Marvel universe to be like, we don't trust superpowered people because yeah. we of don't her. trust superpowered people. We don't trust we don't trust people that exhibit powers. Yeah. So, yes, yes, yes. So, like, if they're not an Avenger, they won't give a... F these people will not give a fuck. Like, she... They, like... Monica knows she's an Avenger. But these people don't. They just know she was, like, doing something. With well, the they Avengers. could know that she was that's, an Avenger. No. Because Hayward told again, her. Again, th oh, that's just another thing that makes me so bad with, like, how easily Monica forgave her. Because yeah. I'm just, like... A woman literally was just screaming, please let my daughter out. Please open the door. I haven't seen her. I want to see my daughter. Like Another but, one was literally screaming for death, saying, if you oh, won't let go, at least let us die. Like, that is just but here's shit. The but here's the also thing, though. Monica didn't come in until after that point. She didn't. But, but we we heard that. Monica did not hear that. So this is what Marvel is getting everyone to do. Like really rally against, but she also understood because she was under it, so she felt what they were feeling. Yeah, but she she just wasn't in there long under enough. it as long as they were. Yeah, but that's but why she felt it, and that's why I gave it the point five because one, Monica understood at the end of it all, Monica understood what was going through because she was not in it as long as everyone else. But then also. Who the fuck Jimmy was actually looking for in that town? That's also a resolution we didn't get. Yeah. I like the idea that people are like, um, Boner was his, um, witness because no, of how he was... much he laughed at him saying when Monica was like Ralph Boner and he laughed and he was like, yeah, Boner. Because, like, if you have a shitty name, 
like that, you're gonna fucking hate your name. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I think he was an. I think he was like a, an actual actor. Even and it was also funny. You actually pull Evan Peters, fucking, fucking. Photo. It was yeah. It was like a plus trolling, like. And I think that's probably why Evan Peters was like so into it. Like hell yeah, let me do this. <laughs> I get to not only make fun of myself, but I still get to have a little, little bit of fun. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> 9.5, 8.5, and 8. Now, the entire series. We're just going, we're not, we already gave the breakdown. We're going to give just the number and then we're going to move on. So, since Benita okay. shooketh um, me, shooketh me, been shooketh. let's go once again with your number for the entire Duncan series. Shooketh. Uh, since I did knock it, I am going to stick with the 9.5 out of 10 because it was just it was so nearly perfect for me um and i mean there's even all the the previous shows like nothing was truly perfect but it felt perfect to me because it was sort of what i needed now yeah (laughs) like um i mean i know i really need therapy but this was like the light therapy i needed for right now to tide me over a little bit until my health insurance kicks in with my job go to actual therapy um so yeah 9.5 out of 10 for the whole series because it was just it's what you want from the kickoff of a new phase like it's the singular story ties up kind of just about everything with a nice pretty little bow but there's enough loose strands that you are so excited for more and you can't wait to see what happens next and what next christian almost perfection christian um i would i would say overall eight 8.5 8.5 to 9. I'm 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 leaning more on the 9. Definitive answer. <laughs> like 8.75. Okay. In the position that it's in, it's a 9. Okay. In the position that it's in, it's a 9. Because I do agree, it overall was probably like the best way that we could have started off the, the, the phase. I know we've all said that a lot, but I, I think it's really true to that. I think it, even though it had issues, it had very light issues overall. And for the most part, we got a crap ton of amount of content that we got to enjoy with it in like good, legitimately kind of good quality content that we haven't had from Marvel in a little while, you know, like kind of since, since the ending of phase three, really. Yep. Endgame. Oh Endgame. my God. Endgame was the last. No, Spider Man Far From um, Spider Man Far From Home was the last Marvel movie. Far From Home was the last one, but the thing is, it's like Far From Home was the last Marvel movie to come out since like COVID started. Like the since we've been able to go out to the movies again. But I, even though Far From Home didn't technically start Phase Four, that's why I'm not counting it. And then on top of that, I I don't necessarily count it in the same kind of like narrative driving that we had with one division mm-hmm. i'll wait till i'm, or I'm next. Yeah. i'll wait till i'm next but i would with that i'd say you're next <laughs> i will say i'm not gonna say you're wrong but i still 
something is amiss within Phase 4 because characters from past movies are, are popping up. And even though Marvel's not going to say it, but characters from past Marvel movies are popping up in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And Wanda, whatever Wanda is doing, is also setting up what's happening, what could happen in Doctor Strange. So I feel narratively, it still it still syncs up because Doctor Strange does appear in uh, Far From Home. Uh, what the fuck is this Spider Man movie called? Because I know the last, uh, I know the not, last, not yet home. No way home. No way, no way home. I think no way home. Because I know we was making fun. Of, I, I know last episode we was making fun of um, the home portion of homecoming, yeah. far from home, no way home. See, I home appreciate those. Bitch. <laughs> because his home is with Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I think Feige's like... I Sony think, I, needs I, to let their, like, just let go of their money-grubbing fucking hands. I know they won't, but, like... Like we don't need every... Marvel does such better movies than Sony ever will. I know. And that Morbius movie that's coming out whenever the fuck it's supposed to be coming out is gonna be goddamn terrible. Like I just like, I know it. They was like, All right, we did good. We I don't wanna watch Venom. I don't. And I don't wanna see a sequel. I don't care if you got Woody Harrelson. I like Woody Harrelson, but that's not going to make me want to see Venom 2, nor the first Venom. Um, that was a very bad wig he was in, Oh, yeah, we, we, we know. We know. Woody Harrelson is bald. They could have so just, just could have made Cleo Cassidy bald, but, you know, whatever. So um, but Or, you know, just get a young actor to play Cleo Cassidy. But, you know, it's, it's whatever. It's Sony. Sony is milking the shit out of Spider-Man's Sony. universe. And Spider-Man is always connected with... It's like, you can... Yes... Like a DC movie, you don't necessarily need to connect them with anyone, but all his rogues gallery are connected to characters that we are now seeing in these fucking movies. Like, Spider-Man is connected to Doctor Strange because I don't think they're doing it because Mephisto never popped up, but Spider-Man made a deal with Mephisto. Like, he's the reason, Mm -hmm. like, him and Mary Jane are the reason why no one in the Marvel comic books know Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Or the yeah. fact that Peter Parker and Mary Jane was married is because Spider-Man and Mary Jane made a deal with Mephisto. And both of them had to get a tongue lashing. Well, Paul. Oh, not well, actually. Phrasing. That's why Doctor Strange yelled at Doctor at Spider-Man and Mary Jane for doing that. And then Spider-Man came back at him with this. We asked you to save Aunt May because you was a literal doctor. So you made, he's like, literally, you made the choice of not saving my aunt. And that's why I okay, went to... but, like, okay, so I'm just drunk enough that I'm going to be getting on this tangent. In the comics, Aunt May is an old, old bitty. True. Like, she's great, she's wonderful, I love her, but she's freaking old, like... We can blame Joe Casada for wanting to keep Aunt May alive. And so breaking up, breaking it, up Mary Jane and Spider-Man. So it would make more sense to me... If with like the MCU Aunt May, where she's the younger Aunt May, which is more like it makes more sense to me because you know, growing up, all like I didn't have any ancient aunts like Aunt May. Like Aunt May always seemed like a please grandmother to me please, than an aunt to Peter Parker. Please don't jinx. Like, please they don't. were like, look at this what fun little grandmother. Yes. If you, uh, but like Marissa Tomei, Aunt May, I'm like. Okay, so like, 
Don't shoot. Don't, yeah, don't kill her. She, off. Don't kill her off. Please, for the love of God. I need my Marissa Tomei. If she was in danger, <laughs> that would make sense to me where Peter Parker is like, no, do not kill my Aunt May. She's so young. She's got so much more. I can't lose anybody else. But like, by the time Peter makes that deal with Mephisto, I'm just like, dude, you've had 40 years of your aunt. Like, let it go. <laughs> but just to, get out, to, <laughs> to get out of the tangent, because I, <laughs> I, I started the tangent. Um, but there was, like I said, the repercussions that we didn't get to see, um, the, the teeing up of Phase 4, the glaring omissions that um, we, we have mentioned throughout this whole episode, so far this whole episode, for the last hour and 44 minutes. Um, I'm I'm going to literally give it a nine. I'm going to give it not a ten, like I said before. I'm gonna give it a nine point five. I'm gonna knock it down because I was like I'm gonna knock it down to nine forty five overall because it did have a slow start, but then when it started picking up, like it really didn't start picking up till we got introduced to Monica. Well, reintroduced. Yeah, kind of. well, reintroduced. I would agree. Yeah. Like. When you first see it, like, I can understand why people are like, oh, those first few episodes made no sense. They were very slow, yada, yada. But it's also, like, once you go back, once you have the context, they make much more sense. Yeah, and but, there's so much more, like, it, But the thing is, though, it tends understandable. to be... I'm going towards, like... Still rewatchable. It's still, re- it's still rewatchable, because I did have gone back to rewatch, but... Is mainly terms of the people who are not MCU or comic book fans that are saying this is too slow. While us who are Marvel fans, well, who've been clamoring like every, if you really sit and think about it, this whole, it's always been a Marvel and a DC film in theaters. We barely got either or in theaters. So we are taking all the bit of content we can get. Minus the CW verse, but we're trying to get all the good bit of content that we're trying to get, and we're finally getting it. Um, so yeah, it's just it's we just, just haven't had anything to talk about in the past fucking years. So it's like we're just well, if you've been listening to John Contraman Robot, gripping on to this. So at least I am. I'm gripping on. Which you should so be. Tight, and I love this goddamn show, and I'm gonna love it until I die. And that is our. Final review on WandaVision. In two weeks' time, you're going to have Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We may have a fourth on with us on that one. Ooh-hoo-hoo-hoo. Might. Um, I'm hyped. I think that was the cat. Not my cat. Our fifth. Oh, that was that was the cat vibration? That was my cat. I'm sorry. Our unofficial. You're looking for attention. This is un- Tank, everybody. Our unofficial fifth member, Tank. Six, six member, because the fifth member is um, Christian's dog. The fourth member that would mean seventh then, because I got two dogs. Two dogs, and then, <laughs> and then Harley the cat is the, is technically the third member, and then Benina comes in, technically four. You know, then Tink, you know, it's the pets of the GCR. Basically, the pets. You know what? We need to we need to start putting it on our Instagram stories like pets of the GCR. That's why the giant, the giant country robot do have an Instagram page called the GCR. Exactly. Follow us on IG if you want more content, and uh, listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Coming soon, Apple Podcasts. Now, our transition, and also talk to us about any and all theories. Exactly. Call us out on Twitter. You know, we love it. Mainly me. 
because I can just ignore you. Um, our, <laughs> our it's really easy. Remember what I said last last time we were talking about our Twitters? Yeah. Very easy. <laughs> Very easy. Unless you get, unless you, somebody tags you to something and it's like, all right, what you're tagging me to? It better be good. That's exactly why I'm laughing because, you know, audience, help me out here. Help me out. Um, if I get one more subscriber, that means I'll, I'll have, oh, I'm sorry, subscriber, it's Twitter. If I get one more follower, I'll have two followers. So that's Ooh. like, I really want to reach that goal, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I, get, I got more than you that's just sad oh, um, I don't use Twitter I barely use on the Twitter. microphone oh my god I'm so sorry what? what? Oh. she's <laughs> sitting I'm trying to pull it out from underneath her but ah you're fine, fine. Um, <laughs> remember I got brothers who come in and out of my room trying to go into the bathroom so you got and I got ice cream trucks that for some reason only show up when I'm recording so yeah, you got it. <gasps> now our listener I miss an ice cream truck. Right. Come Sorry. To, come back to LA. You get them twenty four seven. Um our listener requested asking us who to fuck, marry, and kill. Marvel and DC edition. What are the options? On the Marvel side. Hemsworth, Thompson, Evans. Okay, wait. Wait, Thompson. Like, okay, so Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson, and Chris Evans? Yep, who the fuck, marry, and kill. Fuck you guys. Um, I have to kill one of them? Yeah. Alright, I, I know this is going to be controversial. Um, specifically, if one person is listening, you know what I'm about to say is going to piss you off. But um, I'm going to go fuck Hemsworth, marry... Um, Thompson and kill Evans. Ooh, ooh. I'm gonna have to go with um, fuck Thompson, marry Evans, and kill him, sort of. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. <laughs> hold on, wait. You can't take it back. You can't take it back. No, 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 no. Hold on. I just realized. No, no, no. It's because I just realized we're talking about Chris Evans and not Chris Pine, which for some reason I was thinking Chris Pine in my mind. <laughs> you sit and you stew in your choice. I swear to God, I thought I was okay. talking about Chris I'm Pine. I'm going to be nice and I'm going to give you a do-over. Thank you. Thank you. Because I swear to God, I thought I meant Pine for some reason. And I was like, wait, no, I'm talking about Chris Evans. No, that's not... <laughs> Okay, okay. Adjusted list. This is gonna be weird, right? Adjusted list. Mm. Um, fuck Evans, Mary Thompson, kill Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. To, I'm going to marry Tessa Thompson. Oh man. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I, I feel like I'm going, get, I'm going to get dominated by Hemsworth. But well, I think I can have a good emotional fucking with Evans. Yeah, I mean, I'll kill him and fuck Evans. I don't know, Evans. Evans to me seems like that dude that like that like rubs your back to start things, but by the end of it, like you walk home funny. That's what I feel like. <laughs> Evans is that kind of guy. He's gonna take care of you, even though he also is gonna wreck you. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's the energy yeah. I get. Like that, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's exactly why I'm I readjusted my list the way it does. The it love he has for his dog is just the most pure thing in the entire fucking world. It's you so know, goddamn cute. Let's not talk about kinks. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. The DC- Meanwhile, Hemsworth is like, look at this fucking poisonous spider that's on my wall in my house. Isn't it cool? And I'm like, no, he, I remember he said, I remember he said in an interview, he's like, nope, I ain't gonna fuck with that. I'm going he walked out and he said he was surfing for the rest of the day. <laughs> so, I mean, wouldn't you though? I know I, I cannot. Would. I, I mean, I have visited Australia and it's amazing. The people are amazing, but mm. I could not live there. The bats are like three feet tall i want to see the bats i really do i want to see those bats i'm not scared of bats i'm not really scared of bats i don't fuck with spiders and snakes that will get me i I don't i don't mind bats i think they're called like the fox bat or something like that oh yeah it's a wolf bat wolf yeah it's i I was just i saw someone with one as a pet it's stupid and he was like what's that hanging from the tree and then he shook the tree and then it just like fucking swooped yeah, down it's like at the us. size of my cousin oh <laughs> and i was like what did you do and we're just running down the street and i'm like this is why the world hates americans <laughs> you freaking the fuck out because this idiot is like, what's that in the tree? And then he shakes it to find out. Oh. Hey, what's... That's the, like... That's the same kind of person that dies in a fucking horror movie. <laughs> hey, what's that sound in the basement? Goes down the basement. I'm just... You remember that woman that, um... That was getting hit upside the head by the magpie when she was riding by the street? <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing Benita running down the street and the bat just flying towards her. Like, like a big-ass three-foot bat like just chasing down the fucking street. It was fucking cute. <laughs> and all I can say is swooping is bad. Okay? <laughs> oh my god. There's a fucking dragon he's <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, she fought, she fought like a fucking little wormling. <laughs> I was just running and being like, you fucking dumb shit. He's like, I didn't know. And I'm like, you shook the tree. Like, oh. Benita, what, oh. Happened, what happened there? What happened in D&D terms was he failed a survival check and you got a random encounter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Motherfucker rolled it too. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Alright, the next up on DC's fuck Mary Kill list. Margot Wait, Robbie. Did you say yours? Did you say yours? Yeah. Oh my bad, my bad. Mary okay. Thompson. Okay. Fuck Hemsworth. I mean no fuck Evans. Kill Hemsworth. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. I forgot. Alright, DC. I mean, I do wanna say like I do love Hemsworth, but like of that choice. Sorry, bro. Yeah. Sorry, bro. I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, Margot Robbie, Gal Gadot, and Henry Cavill. Um, oh. I would fuck, fuck Margot Robbie. Wait, no. I would fuck Gal Gadot, marry Margot Robbie, and kill um, 
genital reveal. Dude, bro. Yeah. Nerd dude. Man, bro. dude. Man, dude, nerd, dude, bro, nerd, dude, bro, because he can build his own. Met, um, he can build Cavill, his man. He can dude, build his bro. own PCs, read comic books, campaigns to be in everything. Still kill him. He's <laughs> dead. <laughs> <laughs> don't be, matter. Could be Commander Shepardson. Damn. I don't like that idea at all. Actually, <laughs> actually, there's a rumor though that he's not doing a massive TV show. He could be in. Mass Effect instead. No. Uh, I mean, I hope so. So that's Bioware no. once again pulling celebrities to be in their games. Mm. You want to know who like my fan casting is for Commander Shepard? Who? Is um, uh, I think it's Logan Marshall Green. He was the yeah. guy that was in Upgrade. Logan Marshall Green is yours. Oh, yeah. Invitation. And I said Katie Sackoff if they went with Femship. See, if they did Femship, I would, yeah, love Katie Sackhoff or Emily Blunt. But if they were doing the the male Shep, I think Logan Marshall Green would be just All right. Shep's perfect. So I don't know. I think Katie Sackhoff would probably be better, in my opinion. But that's just be, that's just probably bias, honestly. All right, Christian. <laughs> Benita said, kill Cavill, fuck Robbie. Oh, no, fuck Goodell, um, Gal, and then marry Roby. Your choices. Yep. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Mary Mary Ca- Mary Cavill fuck Godot and kill Robbie. <gasps> Whoa. I know, I know, uh, I know. Mm-mm. I I understand what I'm saying here. Mm. Don't get I'm nothing against Margot Robbie, but between mm-hmm. Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot, I am more physically attracted to Gal Gadot and. I would like honestly cuddle the fuck up on a couch and play some Left 4 Dead 2 on our PCs to get like overland connection with Henry Cavill. Okay. <laughs> I'm picking. Like, I'm picking Benita's option though. Cause I'm, like I get it. I get it. It's just. It's just my personal preference is all. Because <laughs> I actually no. Yours was kill. Uh, no, can have. Who's it was? Screw Robbie. Mary Godot, right? I was Mary Robbie. Can't, uh, uh, fuck Godot. Sorry. Actually, it's mine's the opposite. <clears throat> I would fuck, fuck Robbie. Yes. No. Okay. Fuck Godot. Oh. Then we all said fuck Godot. Because... No, but that's what I said. I said oh, yeah. fuck Godot. Mary. Yeah, Robbie, we all said that. Means... Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That means we all we all are we are all down for Gal Gadot. Yeah, but you, because <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't want to have multiple children. At and least you, one as time. As someone who don't want kids and who, someone who Gal Gadot who's having their third child. No, 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 no. One <laughs> night, <laughs> one night of good un, unadulterated passion. Unabashed passion. Yes. Would passion. you say that would be one night of wonder? But, um, well thank you everybody for checking us out and that's the title of our show thank you and goodbye (laughs) oh my god i'm not the kid and here's the thing i'm not the chaotic one on this episode i love it uh we Uh, all get turns to be the chaotic one yeah 
All right, so the last... I channel that chaos magic with the alcohol, that's for sure. Damn. All right, um, now next up, we have heard this... um, That's funny (laughs) is... Oh, my God. That fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> just, oh, my God. Oh, God. Like, we, 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 I, I just like that we all have the same taste. Um, we all agree on Godot's for some reason. I mean, <laughs> it's Gal Godot. We all, we all want our Night of Wonder. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I, okay. Like I said, a drunk Bonita is a funny Bonita. It is. <laughs> Okay, so wait, Super Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois. All right, <clears throat> all that laughing. Wait, is that the title? Yeah, What's... Superman and Lois. Okay. Because we're because they should have been Lois and Clark, but still, I get no, it. No, as far they trying to stay as far away from Lois and Clark as they can because I know, I know. That's why I say I get it. I'm just saying it's a better name. No, I. Um, <clears throat> damn it! All that laughing really fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> And I have nothing to drink, so oh, no. I'm going to hurry up and finish this review as fast as I can. Um, right, right. So, but um, the, you tell they're trying to distance themselves. They're trying to make this a movie production for TV type of, uh, for TV. And it already got them renewed for a second season, but unfortunately because of COVID, they only could do episode one through four. They can't do the other episodes. and um, So episode five... And this season finale won't be out till May. <clears throat> Supergirl <laughs> final season is taking the spot. So wait, you're telling me that the next time we're gonna be able to see this, it's gonna be May. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh... The silence <laughs> tells it all, people. The silence <laughs> tells it all. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, so okay, you can get so... you can get that, but you can't get and knowing is half the battle. I didn't know you were making a goddamn G.I. Joe reference, alright? It could have been any reference. Now I know is the fucking reference. All right, now I know, and knowing it, you know what? You on notice. You on fucking notice, bro. To be fair, to also to be fair, I did not watch a lot of GI Joe. Do Do we need like episodes where I play like the therapist between you both? Like it's couples I, therapy. I would like, honestly like that. And it's like, <laughs> it's like friends therapy. No. So we all know who's the And problem. then you're like, I'm really mad he didn't get my joke. And then I'm like, are yeah. you mad that he didn't get the joke? Or are you just mad that you said it was such a deadpan delivery nobody realized it was a joke? You know what? Fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I mean. He's not mad that I didn't get it. He's just mad that, like, that it really could have been anything. <laughs> just fuck you both. Uh, you know, just yeah, you know, I, in my defense, that's, that's, I, that's I did heart. give you that's a reference. That's from the heart. That is a true blue from the heart. Go fuck yourself. All right, I Superman Lowe's. reference. Superman Lowe's. The thing. We're it taking, just wasn't the reference you wanted. We're taking the audience too too much time. Their time. Let's get to this movie. Let's get to this movie. 
Alright, go fuck Too yourself. bad we can't, like, edit an intro where we're like, please drink two drinks to enjoy this episode. Take, that <laughs> should be the name of the episode, take two drinks and call us in the morning. <laughs> no, smoke five blunts and then do a podcast instead of tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chaos, uh, chaos. Yeah, you should. It was something like chaos magic on the rocks or some shit. <laughs> chaos on the rocks. Oh, yes, please. That's what it is to drink. Anyways, anyways, oh. I would legitimately like to hear your thoughts on the rest of what you have to say about um, Superman and Lois. Uh, do you know? Do you? Do I you do. Know? I legitimately do. Because this is uh, this is becoming uh, Desmond trying to talk about the CW verse. All over again. <laughs> it always is, but like <laughs> I'm legitimately interested. Yeah, it's fine. All right, we're listening. The Dairy space. Uh, sure you are. Um, <clears throat> like I was trying to say, the show is surprisingly good. Um, I do like the seriousness. Um, and also I did see the review, Angry Joe's review, and I turned it off. His turn review off when he went towards talking about the looks of Betsy Tulloch and Tyler Hoechlin. Like, they don't look like Lois and Clark to me. Like, I don't get, like, you. I unfollowed. And that's what made me finally follow Unangry, um, Angry Joe. Like, I'm noticing a lot of people a lot more, like, because the woman has a lazy eye. You want to mm. make fun or say this Lois don't look like Lois because how she looks. Oh, it's a preconceived notion. Yeah, that's thing. really dumb. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. Alright? Like, Sasuke, take your bullshit, take it out with you. Um, I've been trying to figure out where I've seen her before. Grim! I'm just like, I know, I've seen you somewhere. And I've been, like, doom scrolling through her IMDb. And I'm have you, have where you seen the did show? I see you? Have you seen the show Grim? Yes. She was the main character on Grimm with her now husband, who was the main star of Grimm. Oh, fuck. That's it. Oh, my God. Oh, that's been bugging me for so freaking long. Oh, my God. And her husband, um, David Gutoli. Sorry, dude, if I mispronounced your last name. He voiced Batman for um, a DC animated movie recently. With uh, Michael J. White returning as Bronze Tiger. And dude has the voice for Batman. Like, seriously, he should be the new voice for Batman. No offense to Cameron Conroy. Hell, if there was the Arrowverse Batman, he should do it. Damn. That's some bold words right there. I'm just saying, he is. Like, you pulling. I'm pulling from Grimm, and I'm pulling his voice for voice for um, what he did for Batman. (laughs) He doesn't need a voice modulator. His voice is naturally deep. Yeah. So See, like, that's... Okay. So, again, we're doing tangents. I'm so sorry. Um, but, like, I love Kevin Conroy because he can do both, like, the gruff voice, mm-hmm. but also, like, the the Bruce Wayne voice. So, yeah. like, the normal voice you have to have, but then, like, the deeper voice where you're just, like, have to be menacing and so like now so many people are like oh Batman's voice does have to be deep and menacing and creepy all because of Kevin Conroy. Conroy yep and I'm like I love that man like and he's still one of my favorite Batmans um I know for the long Halloween that's coming out 
Everybody don't like him. I get it because he's casting everything. But Troy Baker is voicing Batman. That's so funny because didn't he do the voice of Joker in the Batman prequel game? Yeah. He's one of the few actors who voiced Batman and Joker. Oh, that's funny. I mean, I love Troy Baker, too. Like, he is a phenomenal actor. Like, you can point to so much of his work and just be like, damn, you're so good. But obviously, like, you're just, like, last of us. Like, just... Um, And then we also... Joel breaking my goddamn heart. And we also made the joke... Um, I think we made the joke already. Um, Tyler Hoechlin, Superman himself, is the voice of Sephiroth. So, Sephiroth. Yeah, there we go. I was waiting for it. I was waiting Super for it. Um, I like the aspect that you gave me Superman. To get back on the review, because that tangent. Um, that Superman is more like he's worrying about his kids. Like he says in the episode. He's connected to one son, but one son is pulling away from him. And he does not know how to re- to connect with them. He does not. And it's showing, like, this is a, he doesn't consider it as a problem. He considers it as, like, something that he knows he can, is not going to, like, or he can just do as Superman, fix it as with just as quickly as he can save the day. This is something he needs to, he know he needs to be there more as a father. And he's trying. He literally shows him trying. And it's like a couple of times. Superman almost break. You don't normally ever see this in a fucking movie. Well, for us, Zack Snyder movie. There's a couple of times in the show. In the show he almost breaks down crying. Because he's like, I'm fucking trying. I'm trying. Like, what? Like, it's like Tyrese. Like, it's like Tyrese. What more do you want from me? <laughs> but, but. He is it, the father it, yeah. in this show. Yeah. It's uh, the so Fortress of Solitude going- Improvement. Yeah. Are they going, I guess, then based off of, like, the Superman Returns canon? No. It's more the Superman the Superman comic books that are going on in the comic books now, minus the fact that there is no Jordan. There's only a Jonathan Kent. And no, you're not getting the Jonathan Kent from the comic books, where he's a lovable kid who you root for, who you can't wait to see him as Superboy. You have an emo kid who blames his own father for being an alien, for him now having manifest powers. And no matter what you say, to be like, yes, he's doing this to protect so you. He blames What you're his saying is we're getting um, the Harry Potter stage play. Yeah. But with Superman. I haven't seen the stage play, so I wouldn't know, I, I wouldn't know the context. <clears throat> Give me and the listeners the context. It's, I mean, um, Albus Severus Potter, the poor kid that had the stupidest names ever given to one character <laughs> in the world, um, does not like his father and um, is very resentful that his dad is Harry Potter because he has so much to live up to. And oh my God, I just, your name is given me so much grief and now I'm best friends with Malfoy's kids because I hate you and um, now I'm just going to ruin the timeline of the whole world because I don't I don't like basically sums up um, Harry Potter's trap it's not a great book 
it's fantastic to see on stage. I've seen it on stage. Um, I, um, so if you so. can see it, definitely do it because you're like, holy shit, a lot of this stuff seems very goddamn magical how you pulled up these tricks. But it just, it story-wise, it makes no sense. It's not very good. I know. I always hate the stories. Harry Potter canon. I always hate stories where the hero, the kid of the hero now wants to be the villain because they didn't like yeah we get it you didn't ask to be born but the parents right. wanted to have children they wasn't they tried yeah. their death and this also goes according to real life no parent it's like they resent to, their parents for being a hero and it's like what the fuck <laughs> yeah and that and that's where you get in here now and this is a conversation i have with my brother before we started recording today a parent can only do so much and i i don't want kids because and it's i have my own list of reasons why i yeah. want children but Looking at evil acts in the real world with parent and with kids do, and then in comic books, you see the in the parents' perspective, they are literally trying. They're not being the hero that you know. You now know your parent is. They're literally trying to give you a good life. Trying not like, yes, you have to forge your own way, but there's trying to like there are consequences of your actions. Like in the hair in my hair in Harry Potter instance, I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna have to kill my own kid. There's no way, literally no way for me to talk you out of doing this. You doing this to erase me out of existence. There's also erasing yourself out of existence, which means I will not have to unfortunately kill you, which would make me look like the villain in your story. If you, if you really, in, yeah. in that context. And then in the real world, if your child commits the evil act, you want to like, fuck this, your kid. Your kid went out the window. This is now a criminal. They have to go to jail. So it's just, and it it's bring, a very lazy trope to yeah. me. Um, but like it, there's some tropes that you're just like, oh, this is you know it can be good when it's done well, but like this particular trope, I don't think is done well yeah. in any situation because making kids likable is very difficult. But in literary media, but in here, he actually sat his um, kids down and he told them like, this is why I didn't tell you. This is, and they understood. It was like, we get it. We had, now, like, they realized, like, all right, you were not only worried about us telling you, but also villains knowing who we are. Like, they, like, they are, they are getting it. But it's still that one twin has the power while the other one doesn't. So it was like, at some point, you're going to get two bro- two siblings going against one another, one another, and it's going to be the Superman having to decide, Superman and Lois have to decide which kid to protect. There's twins? Yeah, they're twins. Uh. And here's the thing, though. When Tyler Hoagland, and they, he deleted the tweet. <laughs> He's like, he literally like, he was not, he, he was cool if it was Jonathan Kent only, and it was going to be Lois and Clark and John. That storyline, but he said, now that they added a twin aspect to it, he was like, he was not happy with that. Uh, he was not, so he, he, he rather dumb. had but um, they also did some things that the movies never did. They killed off Martha. The one thing Superman cannot save, like he couldn't save Pa Kent because of a stroke, I mean, a heart attack. He couldn't save uh, Ma Kent from a stroke, and she died in her sleep. Aww. And to make it a more, he and he literally told her like, "Mom, get some rest." And that was the last words he told his mother: "Get some rest." And then uh-huh. the, when the doctor called, I love that scene. He 
quickly ran. He left Lois where they was at, ran, flew, and then that jump cut of him back in the farm, hitting the ground. He's back in his regular clothes and he's bolting to the barn house. And the doctor was like, I just literally hung up on you. And he goes in the room and there's Martha in the bed. See, that's uh, already such a better death than a fucking tornado that they made Um, Pa die from. Pa Kent died um, before they had a a town festival. And Pa Kent um, actually helped build up the festival, but he passed away before the festival even can go go through. And it showed that. And he was like, the Kents, like, they made it like how Pa and Ma Kent was in comic books. Everybody in town knows you can go to them if you need help. Aww. And that's... And that's oh, it's like accuracy. What? They actually pulled that from comic books. And they pulled... And there's a little bit of John Kent and both of the guys, of, of the teens who were playing Jordan and Jonathan Kent. There's little, there's trace aspects of them in there. Like I was, someone said, he was playing. One of them was playing like Damian Wayne. I was like, I'm looking at the show. There's no bit of Damian Wayne in it. Not, not even a trace. <laughs> it's this is what you expect kids to flip out on their parents on, especially if your parent is is a fucking superhero. Like, come on, like no. Um, and the Captain Luthor. I haven't watched episode two yet, so I can't give. My general, um, it's Captain Luthor is the main villain. Uh, Morgan Edge is one of the other villains. There's something going on in Smallville that calls um, Lois and Clark to stay in Smallville because something is like inky going on where all these farms are being bought up by Morgan Edge. So there's a mystery aspect of it as well. And it gives something for Lois to do as well. Because it's like, it's not just about Superman. It's also about Lois. And Lois is like, she's an investigative reporter. So that gives her something to do as well. Hmm. Um, Clark is dealing with... Do you think they have figured out Superman Smallville? I don't know. Um, So far they teed up. um, They just only teed up that uh, Morgan Edge was trying to buy the um, Kent farm. So that could be it. Um, But everyone else bought their farm. But it kind of teased it up because everyone in the vicinity of the Kent farm... Their farm was uh, was um, bought, and even Clark said, "My ship landed right over there on our neighbor's cornfield." And it was, and it goes back to Lana talking about, "Oh, that farm was um, bought up as from um, Galaxy Industries or something." I was mm. like, "Ooh!" I love how I'm theorizing about a show I haven't watched yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to be um, Captain Luthor. That is a big surprise. Um, from from what yeah, I'm being like told, Captain, it, he's from Earth twenty three. Hmm. Okay. And he's black. So yay, black Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Um, who can? I mean, literally anybody that plays Lex Luthor is going to do a better job than Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> I will tell you this. If y'all haven't seen John Cryer's Lex Luthor, he is hopefully better than Jesse Eisenberg. Hmm. Okay. Wait, I shit John you. Cry- he played he played a minion. He didn't Did he when did he play Lex Luthor? Since season 4 of Supergirl. 
Oh shit, I haven't watched those. Okay, never mind. I retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> Since season four of Supergirl, John Cryer has been Lex Luthor. And he the, he's the connection to... He's like, I'm well aware people didn't like me in Superman on Quest for Peace. Oh. He's, he's like, he's well aware. But he's like, this is he's like, this is my redemption. And he... I mean... He fucked He me. was like, I feel bad, but he was... He was better than Richard Pryor. I love Richard Pryor, but whatever that fucking Superman 3 was, like, <laughs> they're both terrible. Yeah. They're both terrible, but I would vastly watch Superman 4 over I will Superman watch, 3. I will watch Superman 3 over 4. Just, here's some tobacco kryptonite. Now you're bad. Thanks. <laughs> Goodbye. But, um... <laughs> He he did say this was his redemption, and he he did very well. Um, he's in the cri- he was in Crisis of Infinite Earths. Um, his own little storyline. Oh, shit! Now I need to watch those. He was his um his storyline in Crisis of Infinite Earths was to kill every Superman that ever existed. Wow. That was his storyline, and Brendan Ralph came Man, back. Holds to- a grudge. Yeah, like Slaughter holds a grudge. Um. <laughs> And it's a rumor that he's gonna come back for Lois, um, for Superman and Lois, and so is um, mm. Melissa Benoist, because to still keep it connected, she's like, it'll make sense for her just to be there as Kara, not as Supergirl. But you know, it's well, the series is not even done with the season finale. It just is gonna have a mid-season break soon, only because COVID is gonna have a mid-season break. Um, they, Canada has a new lockdown. That that has recently happened, so it makes sense why they only had four episodes in the can and not the other um, episodes yet. So, COVID is still a thing, people. COVID is still a thing. Damn, COVID ruined <laughs> everything. Yeah, hence why Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is also on shutdown because of new COVID restrictions in London. Ugh, imagine how much closer we would be. To... Yeah, but wasn't it supposed to be this summer or this? Spring. May first. Now, twenty twenty two. Damn it. Out of all the MCU films, only Eternal, Shang Chi, and Spider Man are on track to come out. Um Black Widow. And Black Widow. Sorry, forget about Black Widow. I mean Yeah, I'm it. hoping. Because I think that one's also May. So I'm like, please be normal enough that I can go back to a movie theater. I think, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just soon. terrified. But, like, that one, I honestly, if it also goes to Disney+, Plus, I would be like, I don't care. Here's $30. I will watch this movie. I heard Raya and the Last Dragon is really good. I still ain't going to pay $30 for it. Yeah. True. And, and also, if anyone doesn't know how that works... You're just basically paying for free deal for paid DLC. You're getting early, so which means for those who don't get um, Ride um, the Last Dragon early, you just wait until I think Mar- uh, May, April first, to watch it with everyone else for free. You fools! Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't watched Mulan because I've don't. seen enough reviews Same. for it that I'm like it, it even free. I don't want to watch. <laughs> Don't watch it. Even Oof. I'll say this: just Damn. watch it for the just watch the cameo that Ming Na Wen has. That's it. And then it's like, oh, uh, Ming Na Wen, I can and then Google click. that on yeah. YouTube. Yes, yeah, that's, that's what I said. Just look for the Ming Na Wen, Ming Na Wen and her daughter. Their clip. That's one who I did not uh, know who had a kid. 
Being on when as a shit. fucking teenager. I was like, what? I want to know her secret because I'm just like, you here's, look the same here's like the you th- fucking did in Joy Luck Club, you goddamn bitch. Benita, here's the thing. You already know this. We people of color don't crack unless you own that crack. Case in, a case in point, Little Wayne. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's fair. That's, that's true. Fair. I mean, like, come on, like, and there was like, well, what about white people? White people can look just as good as us black people when they get older, unless you are not on that crack or you do plastic surgery. Stay it. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's from the pookie. It's, 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 it ain't it's, good for you. It's just, it's just true. Like, it's either plastic. I hate to say it, with, and also black people. As long as you don't do plastic surgery or, or hardcore drugs, stick to weed. Just stay away from hardcore drugs and plastic surgery, and you get the age gracefully. Look at Helen Marin. Bam. No, oh, exactly. Angela Bassett. Oh. Helly oh. Barry Steele got it. She never lost it. And these dumb idiots saying she lost it. <laughs> Dude. Never lost. <laughs> Not even once. Like, bitch, did Never you lost. see me in John Wick 3? Bitch. Like, I got dogs. I will unleash them upon she you. She legit <laughs> adopted those dogs from John Wick 3. Yeah, she they did. Were, oh my god, it was just the and cutest fucking thing. Like, she trained oh. them too. So they taught her oh. to train those dogs. Alright. Just come after oh. Miss Barry. I want more Please bring her back for John Wick 4. Please watch her be like, hey, I'm going to star in a lot more movies as long as my dogs can too. Mm -hmm. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to bring them along. So it's going to be in my contract if I'm in a movie. It's It's in my writer. uh, (laughs) Their writer. But uh, back to us. My inclusion writer. But back to Sir Man and Lois. Um, I forget his. I know his first name is Wool. Wool Parker? Probably. Um, is um, an African American um, Lex Luthor from Earth Twenty Three, who has his own Kryptonian ship. Um, he's not a Kryptonian. He just knows how to read. He's been studying Superman a lot, and he was whipping Superman's ass. He really was. So it's going to be very interesting to see how Superman is going to approach this. Um, there's a good nostalgia moment at the start of the um, show. It shows Superman in the classic um, 1940s suit. But it's set, <gasps> but it's um, set in the early two thousands, um, like two thousand twelve, where he first came out as Superman, in this timeline. Um, it's um the clip is on YouTube. You can find it. Um, and he his, he has the great line that everybody wanted to see. He's like, "My mom made my made my suit," and he cracks a smile, and flies off. <gasps> and I was like, "That is fucking cool." You're getting me hyped for this fucking show uh, that I had no interest in. Son of a bitch. <laughs> My only gripe with with the suit with his suit, Tyler Hoekland's suit. Tyler Hoekland is a well built dude already. Like if you watch the Crisis um, episodes or his episodes on Supergirl, he's already a built dude. Like he like I don't I don't know why Superman needs to be overtly buff. Like for Henry Cable, that's fine. I just don't like the overtly buff Superman. Like it don't make no sense. Like right, because it does. Like he's already so op. Like there's not enough weight in the world for him to lift. The, yeah, those muscles. So like, so Tyler Hoechlin's already well built, dude. But for him to have a muscle suit, 
really didn't make no sense. And also to compare, um, Brendan Ralph is already tall and he's already a big dude. So when you see him in his classic, in his Supermans, they gave him Kingdom Come Superman costume from Crisis. Oh. Brendan Ralph does not need it. That's not, that's all Brendan Ralph, people. That is all Brendan Ralph. If you watch Legends of Tomorrow or his parts on Arrow, he's already a tall, built dude. So seeing him as seeing Brendan Ruff as Superman was like making you go back like man they really fucked you over. <laughs> like you are legit good. Like fuck. But then also you also remember then also the memory comes back from uh, Scott Pilgrim and it's like oh yeah. <laughs> Scott just <laughs> that damn movie was so fucking good. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but yeah. Other than that, you you get the chemistry between Tyler Hoechlin and Betsy Tolick. Um The dude from Nick Tuck, not um, Julian McMahon, the other guy. Oh, uh, yes, yes. He, um, he's General Lane. Okay. He's really good. Um, I remember him from Nip Tuck. He was more jokey, jokey Nip Tuck, but and more of a straight man. But here, he's he's general. He's literally General Lane in the comic books. He don't like Clark he's- nor Superman. He literally does not want Lois to be married to um to this Kryptonian. He's that like amazing character actor where you like rewatch something and you're like, oh my god, that motherfucking dude. Yep. <laughs> like he's in this. Oh my god. Um Emmanuel Chichi I can never pronounce her fucking last name. Um Oh my god. She oh she's still gorgeous. They picked the um, perfect long long man. line. Emmanuel, what? Chikiri? I She was in um, uh, the HBO show. Um... Oh my god. Oh, Game of Thrones? Not Game of Where Thrones. Where she was like. Not in Game of Thrones. There was the one um, that had Jeremy Piven in it. it no. Um, I don't know. Sorry. Fuck. How if I get that fucking Entourage? She was in Entourage. I didn't watch that. Yeah, I didn't watch don't, that don't watch, show. Don't watch Entourage. Don't ever watch Entourage. Yeah, I but watched she, like the first episode and I was like, yeah, I'm going to say no to all of this. But she was like like mainly like 2000s. She came up in like the 2000s era of those um, teen bot movies. I'm just... I am. Just Google Superman Lois and you'll see Emmanuel, last name I cannot pronounce. Um, but yeah. It's surprisingly good. I'm expecting a lot more CW tropes as the show go along. Um, but also, I hope it does not fall on the, what happened with Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl. Um, you focus on the first two seasons on the main characters, and on the main character, and then when you get to the third season, you start focusing on your secondary characters or your supporting characters. Which, if you're if you have the show called Arrow, Flash. Supergirl, it does it does not work. S- specifically, Arrow, Superman, Lois, it makes sense because you included two children, well, teenagers in the show, so it makes sense for them to focus not only on the main stars but also the children. Um, looking back at Arrow, when you start focusing on Felicity, Diggle, and everyone else, the show went. Especially introducing magic, which was horribly in. As much as I like Neil McDonough, 
you introduced Magic and Rachel Ghoul wrong. Um, <laughs> Supergirl, when you focus too much on the sister than the main character, it was like, and then you have people complaining that the sister became gay out of nowhere, and it's like, I don't want to argue because it's a straight man trying to fight for something that I don't know. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. But I'd still be like, it's just a fucking TV show. What's your? Um, I digress. <laughs> the Flash, <laughs> where people jump shipped, is when Iris was black. Oh, who gives a fuck? Your you you have fifty years worth of fucking Flash comic books. Iris is white with red hair. Read that shit. She's black. Deal with it. But the reason why people are bitching about TV Iris is because she said we are the Flash. Knowing full well, like, woman, we, me, Cisco, Wally, your brother, and Killer Frost over here, we have powers. You are just a human reporter. <laughs> like, Barry could have easily, Barry or Wally could have easily said that. Yes, she's going to be mad, but they're right. Like, I don't get why would why would you implant... I was going to go on, I was going to go on a rant on that, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> just it's it just when you get to further third further down when you start focusing on other characters than the main characters that's when the show starts becoming not enjoyable not just for me I can't speak for everyone else um, and it's also sad when you get to the final two seasons of Arrow then you finally start focusing on Stephen and Mel who people complain that his acting was bad and but when you get to the final two seasons it's like or you get through the whole show it's like he really did grow as an actor like he's given his best in each of these seasons like he always i can legit go through each season and tell you what episodes that he was very strong in like there was an episode where his mother died he killed it there was an episode between him and diggle arguing with one another um james uh david ramsey who i met holy shit dude is fucking huge fuck <laughs> like all right, I'm dropping the M-bomb. Like, nigga, stop pumping iron. Fuck. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> You're supposed to be Jon Stewart soon, man. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Jon Stewart is not yoked out. <sighs> so, sorry, did you ever see the videos on TikTok of, like, the, girl. the guy that's like, I'm all buff, and he was like, he, try he cracks an egg with his, his arm, but, like, putting it between his elbow and then like flexing and he's like I'm built different so then of course everybody else starts making fun of him about how easy it is to actually just crack an egg with with your arm and if it's like I haven't seen different. that I, I, don't, oh. I don't have remember I don't have to Desmond don't have TikTok that's what we're going to title oh. this podcast Desmond doesn't have TikTok <laughs> really that's what we're going to title the podcast <laughs> no um but also, you. I still this, think it should be Night of Wonder. And this one also pisses me off. And then this is a nitpick. You find out Diggle is John Stewart. He just chose the name Diggle. Look, I get it. You don't like your stepfather. But it's a very dumb name. Your name is John. Like we went through seven seasons, and we get to the final fucking season to find out you're really John Stewart. You could have been Green Lantern. Oh, if you want to introduce magic, 
fine. You could have just, and you, literally, there was a season where they introduced aliens because they did a crossover between Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. That's when they introduced aliens. I was like, you could have introduced him as the fucking Green Lantern. No, you wait until you get finally got John Wesley's ship to come back to play the Flash, which is very nostalgic because you get his theme song and he updated his 90s suit for him to be comfortable in. And he's like this, John, why you don't have your ring on? And it's like, I'm sitting there like this. Fucking knew it. He was the Green Lantern all this time. He had a green motif through this whole entire series. Nobody didn't find that. Nobody didn't fucking. Nobody didn't fucking put two and two together. He was really puzzled. And and now they instead of giving him his own show, because there's gonna be a Green Lantern TV show, people, on HBO Max. Is David Ramsey gonna be on it? No. Where David Ramsey is going? To the Flash to finish off his storyline as the Green Lantern. Hence why you're stuffing popular characters into other things that shouldn't be there. That's why I have my grasp with now with DC TV. So I firmly believe Superman and Lois is going to go that go that route and introduce other DC characters who could have had their own show or do a backdoor pilot episode so they can get their own show, which would be proper. But we're not going to get that. It's just but if to give an overall rating to Superman and Lois, I give it a eight point five. An eight point five is suitable for this if you don't like teen dramas teen dramas you're going to have a teen drama but if you're only want to watch it for the good parental aspect of seeing something we never seen with superman and lois this is the show and plus even though it's lex luthor this is a version of lex luthor we we've never seen in popular media in terms of animation or live action and it's a good it's a it looks like it's going to be a good different take on lex luthor especially an alternate version of lex luthor Okay. I may have to check that. See what tinks. Um, it's on the CW app for free. You just have to deal with the ads. If you have ad blocker, I salute you because I don't have ad blocker because I'm using the Roku. <laughs> um, or if you want to wait until the whole entire series is done, it's going to be on HBO Max for free. Well, if you have it, well, so I thought HBO Max is going to be going to be cheaper C- coming soon. W had. The thing with Netflix, I'm so out of it. No, they um. Apparently. So pretty much all their um. Some shows are going to HBO Max, but majority of the Arrowverse shows is going to be going to HBO Max. Um. Now the Green Lantern show, I might watch because I'm here. I don't. I don't know this character. I'm hearing um this new Green Lantern. She's a young African American woman, um who's a Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, her issues are called the Far Sector. She has hair like Janelle Monae. So I was like, I, whenever time I see her, I was like, oh, Janelle Monae, Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> but she looks cool. She don't want to be on Earth. That's why she stays in, in the far sector. Where I'm like, go on, sister. Fuck the planet. <laughs> I want to save it any damn way if I was Green Lantern. Um, but it looks like she's going to be a fo- main, the main focus. I'm also hearing Simon Boss and Jessica Cruz. Either way, if any of those people of color Greenlanders are the leads... That is okay with me because it finally took me to now to realize how Jordan is shit. <laughs> as someone I mean, who's grew up, <laughs> as someone who's grew up a John, a John, a Hal Jordan fan, he's shit. He's a pedophile. He's a drunk. Yeah. 
a hard head. He's easy to get his yeah. ring off if he's not focused. And I don't know what the fuck. Um, not Brian K. Vaughn. Um, shit. Um, he looks like he looks like Lex Luthor, but he's a fucking comic writer himself. Oh fuck. Why I forgot his name. He's he's good friends with um Gerard Way. He came out as non binary. Oh my god. I'm trying I'm, I'm, I'm listing these things off to, to see if it'll pop up in my head. So oh, sorry. um Are you talking about Elliot Page? No, not Elliot Page. And not that's not non binary. Um yeah, no. Not him. Not not Elliot, not him. Um but he is um, friends with the other dude. Um, oh my no, god! No, not binary specifically. Um, ah, is he a comic book writer? Yeah, he's a comic book writer. Mainly DC. God damn it! Fuck! I feel like I've been so out of the loop for the past few. So I'm no help. I'm well aware. <laughs> Well aware. Well, we'll tell you guys on the next episode of the John Contraband Robot who the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> with that, <laughs> we hope you had plenty of drinks along with us for this episode because it was beast. Indeed. <laughs> yep, and you're getting a two-hour and forty-minute episode, which is not as high as not as a long episode because we have a three-hour episode up already. Um, it is one of the longer ones for sure, though. It's one of the longer ones, but we had we all had definitely had fun on this episode. Um, mm-hmm. We all are... there's just a, so much, so many feelings. Yep, and so... sorry, Henry Cable, we like you, but you have to die. We we all want our one night of passion with um, Gal Gadot, and we want to marry Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So just maybe we should <laughs> title it. You need plenty of drinks for this. Now, I think the I think the better a title for this episode is going to be, <clears throat> and I might make y'all cry. The title of this episode will be, "But what is grief? What is grief if not love persevering?" <laughs> not to play, know. not to play on. I don't know because I'm pretty sure people are expecting us to give funny ass titles. Let's buck the I... trend and just be like, they see that title, they're gonna be like, oh, actually no. If they see that title, what if it should they're be, gonna like, be like, we'll say hello again? Because <laughs> that bar broke too. It's That's fine. Me. We'll figure it out. Yeah, but that I'll... could also be a spoiler. All right. How about so your one division fan theory turned out to be bullshit? There you go. That's a good one. Yay! All right. Once again, thank you for listening to John Contra for the Robot. Once again, you can hear us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, coming soon, Apple Podcasts. We keep on saying what coming soon, and then it finally manifests like Stitcher. Um, new episodes are every Monday, so you'll be hearing this if you're hearing this on Monday. Hello. Um, we have a new GCR episode coming this Wednesday on Black on Blur. It's called Blurs in the Mist or Blurs in the Hood. Or Blurds and the Nerd Culture. I forgot the fucking title for that episode. But um, we're doing what we did for Nerds Against the World. And we're going to be implementing them in the GCR. So you're going to be getting episodes where we're going to be serious for once. 
and actually talking about shit that's going on in this world that we like to see change. Because this world is shit. And don't get me started on Mitch O'Connell and Democrats and Republicans in general. Fuck them both. I'm just saying. Matchsticks, gasoline, and guillotines. <laughs> just give me Dr. Manhattan's powers. That's all I got to say. Right? Just give me his powers. And we'll, I'll fix it with a snap of my oh, snap of my hand. Just boom, fixed. But um, <laughs> until change, real change happens, what you can do to change yourself. Do something creative. If you're not feeling positive, hey, junk food. Junk food and your favorite TV show will help. I've been binging Dharma and Greg and Leverage. And I hit season five of Leverage and I don't want it to end. (laughs) I don't. I burned through Leverage so fast. I didn't realize it. I don't want it to end. So I stopped after episode one of season five. I will get to it soon. As soon as the new season of Leverage airs, then the revival of Leverage is coming soon. I don't want to watch Gargoyles. Too many memories. Um, I I'm right now. I'm on my Dharma and Greg kick. I'm 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 taking it. I'm taking my time, so I won't burn through too quickly like leverage. I might do X Files next. Might, but also mm-hmm. I, I tend to burn through TV shows. I, re- I love the rewatch, so that's what I'm doing to help myself. And besides mm-hmm. doing this podcast with these lovely people and our rotating co-hosts, um, but yeah. So on the docket for our future episodes as well, we got our two-parter Disney episode. A two-parter. It's going to be good. One, two, one, two. You may hate us, though, by the time we get to episode two, though. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I'm, I'm getting <laughs> That's good. A, it's a good bet. <laughs> it's a good bet. Who you think is going to be S-tier is not going to be S-tier. Um, we also got Falcon and Winter Soldier review series coming up and we're only just going to do I learned my lesson for these five we're only going to do Falcon and Winter Soldier we're not going to talk about no news in gaming and comic books very soon because um, that's all I got to say it's kind of dry out there right now nah just I don't like what's going on out there and plus it's always about cyberpunk look uh, we get it I mean I've been playing Littlewood and that one's pretty yeah, it's like Animal Crossing meets um, Stardew Valley. Speaking of Animal Crossing, I'll tell them about Animal Crossing. You're just gonna have to wait till I talk about Animal Crossing anytime soon. But with that, once again, do something positive. Eat some junk food. Watch your favorite TV show. Turn off the internet, like I've been, and or <laughs> just keep your keep your mental peace and your sanity within. And it's okay if you don't want to do anything and be lazy. It's okay. That would probably be the title of this okay of this podcast. It's okay. <laughs> We're with you. We're with you. And we love Stay you. Stay safe. Yeah. And, and take care, people. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. And to those in Texas and Atlanta, we are here for you. If you don't wear your mask, fuck your state governor. <laughs> wear it. We're doubling up Please. over here. But yeah, live long and prosper. Bye. I missed the button. Fuck. Holy...